Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, the podcast for those of us from Level Up Entertainment, uh, the comic book and video game store in South Jersey. Get together with some friends and we have a different discussion every week. Um, this week we're uh, talking Christmas specials. In a sense, it's our Christmas special this week. Um, joining me this week, I've got Joe. Hi. And I've got Brian. Hi there. Brian, I think this is your first time joining us on this podcast. It is because for some reason or another, I always keep not being available. Yeah, but uh, we've had your wife back on a couple of times. Um, um, but yeah, no, so I'm glad you guys could uh, join us because, uh, yeah, we're talking Christmas. Christmas is a big deal, um, you know, not just for in general, but like, you know, for us personally. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's let's not waste any time in dilly dally. Let's uh, let's jump right into it, um, as it were. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm jumping. <laughs> I know we want to talk. I know we want to talk Christmas specials eventually in this, but I think, you know, and talking to Joey a little bit about the in the lead up to this, you know, it's all kind of tied into like Christmas memories in general. Um, so, like, what's one of your more memorable uh, Christmas events? I can tell you one. I can get it started. Um, yeah. uh, go, go, go wild. The, the year Nintendo sixty four came out. Um, my mom was working at Sears, and she was able to get one, but I wasn't going to be at it for Christmas. So under the tree, she wrapped Super Mario Brothers sixty four. <laughs> And I opened that and I flipped out. I was kind of like that kid from the commercial. And, um, but it, you're like, Hey, the system's not going to be here until, you know, for a couple of weeks in January. And that was like torture. I like read the manual over and over again. I wanted to play it so bad. And then when I finally got it, it took me forever to beat the first bomb, uh, the King of bomb on top of the mountain. And then I thought I had beaten the game because I was used to like NES and Atari games. Um, and then when I finally beat Bowser for the first time, I thought I'd beat the game. And then the game just kept going. I was like, oh, my God, this is blowing my mind. Um, so, yeah, so Super Mario 64 is a big Christmas uh, special for me. I haven't beaten that game, but that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, me neither. I love Super Mario 64. That's a different podcast. Oh, no, we're definitely going to do an N64 <laughs> one, um, especially since we know someone who has a complete N64 collection. Ooh. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. We're, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know so personally, but I think I know who exactly. That's gonna be one of the ones we do in the new year. So um, you know, that's like a tease uh, that we are gonna keep going on uh, into 2021. You know, hopefully bigger and better times, just in general. Um, but obviously, this year is a little bit different. Um, you know, so like, you guys still been able to enjoy the holiday? You know, even though the world's falling apart. I mean, absolutely. For me, I mean, it doesn't matter if the world. The, the world falling apart changes a lot of things, obviously, like not getting to, um, you know, spend time with family and stuff is a little different, but you know, the holiday season itself all has its, its trappings to continue to go back to the topic of like this whole podcast being about specials and movies and memories of Christmas, because I feel like Christmas for everybody, at least for me, and probably for you guys is like a, it always, the little things bring back memories of when you were younger and that's the thing you always like, that's why there's Christmas traditions. People make Christmas cookies that went through the family. That's why, you know, there's certain like, uh, like we have a tradition in our family. I'm sure many, I'm sure almost every family has that. Like where uh, you get uh, Christmas pajamas, Christmas Eve night. And even after moving out and buying the house and moving in with Katie and stuff, we still do that. My parents still buy me pajamas. Nice. for christmas like i still get it i gotta go over there christmas eve even if i'm not going to the house on christmas eve to pick up the pajamas to wear during christmas and then i'll pack them 
and do all the things I got to do in the morning. And then when I go to my parents' house in the evening to open gifts, I put the pajamas back on because <laughs> you got to stay in your pajamas. That's the rules. But I guess the memories of like a big memory at Christmas time, I've got like random ones and like, you know, there's all the ones. Like, yeah, I remember getting the Nintendo and my mom playing it left and right. And I remember, um, I remember that time because I, I, I was so excited. I ran down the steps and I fell down the steps. And uh, when I fell down the steps in the living room, I failed right in front of the tree. My brother liked like diner riders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was one like moving like, <laughs> towards me. And I just remember that. But I mean, I guess my big memory, like big gift thing was uh, Super Empire Strikes Back. When that came out on the Super Nintendo, uh, myself and Sean were real big. Uh, Sean from many of the podcasts you've watched. Yeah, um, I think he might have been. I think he might have mentioned his side of the story on the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, I think <laughs> I brought it up too because it's just one of those like, yeah, we both were Star Wars kids growing up, and we wanted to play that game. We went to our local uh, video game rental store, Stop and Go Video, which I still remember the phone number. Um, <laughs> and it was never there to rent except like two or three days before Christmas, and I was there and I wanted to get it, and my mom was like, "No, you're not allowed to get it." It's like why not and i was like it's christmas your father's birthday is tomorrow and then it's christmas all right, all right. christmas eve i open a gift and it's super empire strikes back yeah, and i course. call sean right away i'm like guess what i just got and he goes guess what i just got and we both got it and like years later i think like one or two christmases ago i bought like a complete inbox copy of that and gave it to sean for christmas oh <laughs> But like, I I mean, most of, I mean, I'm sure we all have notes, but everything we're going to have talk about is memories. And I mean, I could go on all night. So this might be like a four hour long podcast. So people might hey, hold on to your butts. Yeah. <laughs> it could. Yeah, yeah, not to spoil anything, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So Brian, yeah, yeah. what about you? Yeah. Uh, so since we're going to talk about Christmas movies, obviously later, I'm going to save the Christmas movie memory because uh, that, that kind of ties into some of the other stuff. Um, but I think we've all kind of had that like big video game Christmas. I know mine was, I'm a little younger than both of you guys. So mine was the, the PlayStation Christmas. Um, and I remember getting, uh, it was eggs of steel, uh, jet moto, jet. WCW, NWO thunder, uh, uh, something else. Bangers of games. Yeah, crash warped. Like it was, yeah, it was later into the system. So I had gotten it kind of laid into it, but I mean, I, yeah, I, as far as from a, a like big Christmas opening memory, it's that one. And then the other one was the year that I got all the Power Rangers action figures and stuff like that. And so there's always those. But I think to, to kind of segue into the next mess, the, the best memory that I can absolutely say that I have. And it's, uh, it's kind of different because you guys have the memories that are stuck in time that you can't relive, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, my favorite Christmas memory technically happened before I was born. Uh, and it's my mom, uh, decided at one point, I think it's, I have notes here. It's somewhere around like 1987, I think it is, uh, decided that she was going to have children and went, I want to record all of these Christmas specials because they'll never be played again on television ever. Mm-hmm. And so she just took VHS tapes and put them in and hit record. And I still have these tapes and I watch them every single year. You got because the commercials and everything too? It's, it's all the commercials. It's all I, everything. I watched one of the tapes. It's amazing. The one that has Alf on it. I saw that one. 
Oh, that one's so sad. It's we'll, the only we'll, time we'll I've ever watched that special. And I was like, oh my God, this is one of the ones Brian watches all the time. Yeah. I was watching commercials like 80s and 90s commercials the last night and today, and there were some Christmas ones. And I'm like, there's certain Christmas commercials that I like probably on that those tapes that I've seen. And like I can close my eyes and be like, yep, go that commercial. I mean, yep. some of them they still play. The Hershey Kisses ringing the bells one is yep. still played today. Like Pennsylvania lottery one where he's walking around the town. Oh my god, yeah, we were <laughs> yes. I was that just talking about forever. that one the other day. I was like, man, I don't think that was ever new in my lifetime. No, they just changed they just the only time it's new is when they like scroll at the person looking at a ticket. That's it. Same video. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's 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 get into Christmas memories a little bit. Now, Brian, like you mentioned, you have the tapes. Um, so what were some of the ones that like are your standouts on there? So so on that tape, that tape, the there's two of them, and it's the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, Disney Christmas, Mickey's Christmas Carol, Frosty, Twas the Night Before Christmas, Charlie Brown, uh, the original animated uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Rudolph. The Elf Christmas Special, the Garfield Christmas Special, and Claymation Christmas. Wow. Garfield Christmas Special. Angers on there. That's a murderer's row, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, a murderer's row for Christmas. Um, the outlier is Alf, but Alf's the best part. Man, that Alf special. I don't. Have you seen it, Joe? Oh, I gotta imagine. You I haven't seen it, and I, I guarantee I've seen it at some point, but I, I can't yeah. remember last time. Probably been like 30 years, right? It is. It is the saddest Christmas special of it's Alf trying to talk a man out of committing suicide and a little girl dying in a hospital. And it is just terrifyingly like sad and awful. And you're sitting there for an hour going, this is a Christmas special. Yeah. Aired on like normal TV. And this is a puppet. It's a puppet alien and stuff. It's like, isn't this supposed to be funny? I'm watching it. That's part about 80s television shows like that, because there are episodes in comedies that are not that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, you got that, the different strokes one with uh the bike guy. I was gonna say there's the Fresh Prince one with the gun violence. Yeah, yeah. but they're yeah. not there. But it's like to have that at Christmas to be such a memory. That's that's crazy. I gotta see it again. See, there are three Christmas <laughs> specials I have to watch every year, and you mentioned all three of them on that that list. There, it's uh Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, yeah. uh, Grinch, Grinch, and Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I've established. I'm a big fan of the Disney ducks. Uh, I did a whole episode on DuckTales. I will probably continue to do episodes on, on, on them at some point. Um, it's quite literally the role Scrooge McDuck was born to play. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love it. Uh, I, some of the casting in it, it's weird. Like goofy as you know, Marley. Um, but like you kind of need to put him in somewhere and that's, you know, what else were you going to do? But like, I love a Christmas Carol. It's my favorite story. I've never seen a version of it. I don't like at least something in, but I think Mickey's is my favorite just for the economy of time is they tell that oh, yeah. whole story in 20 minutes and like you lose nothing because you can easily cut out like his nephew, which is played by Donald, obviously. But like you could cut out a lot of that and like still be good. But like it's just it's they keep it all in. You lose nothing. It's great. Disney time. They know how to. Yeah, mm-hmm. they Oh, every year. I love it. Um, I, I get I get into an argument. All of uh, like my nuclear friend group and my wife and everybody they're all big muppets christmas carol fans i like muppets christmas carol yeah it's great it's it's awesome but it's not mickey's christmas carol it does what mickey's christmas carol does in an hour and something yeah it's got a lot of fat in it i do like um gonzo being the narrator he's um charles dickens because that's Mm -hmm. the guy who wrote the book like that's cute i like that 
Um, that's the era where, like, you know, after Jim Henson passed, and it's like it's not quite the same. Like then, I don't know. But I, I remember seeing that in theaters. I liked it. I still like it. There's no version of a Christmas Carol I've never I've seen that I don't like it. I don't have at least some affection for. Even like the weird like Flintstones one, which like <laughs> brings in the whole idea like why do they have Christmas? Like how does that fit in with the timeline of Jesus Christ? Um, but like I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, but I I would say Mickey's is. is easily takes the cake for me also like it's really scary when like they do the future and like with his grave and stuff i'm like that's really like the scariest one pizza fantastic pick for that he's smoking this big old cigar he wouldn't do that these days um what about you joe what's your christmas carol of choice oh man um there's some good ones out there man i don't know see the my major problem i don't the list will show with a lot of this stuff. Um, <laughs> I was telling Scott when we were talking about this, you know, when I was younger, I watched whatever like was on TV with my parents or whatever. When I was at the age to like choose what I wanted to watch and could do it, I wasn't home during Christmas time. I was selling Christmas trees. So I missed yeah. a ton of stuff. So I haven't watched a lot of stuff, but um, I think I probably have seen uh, Muppets more than I've seen the others. So I would have to lean towards that. But also like I just, you know, there's I could say Scrooge too. So like Scrooge Bill Murray, Tosser, like yeah. that that's hey, the other correct choice. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's no like Scott said, there's no real wrong uh and answer to the question of which Carol, because it's a great story and it, it fits perfectly and it for years and years and years you can just have whoever's new now do it. I'm sure at some point there'll be a Rick and Morty version of it. I'm sure uh, I was going to say, to be fair, I did not watch the Jim Carrey, but, like, Uncanny Valley one. Scott Freeze. Sorry, you guys, you guys good? My internet went a little unstable. You're, you're semi-frozen, Scott. Yeah. You guys are also uh, frozen. If you... <laughs> got me, that's the ghost of Christmas past that has come back and uh -oh. in the butt. I mean, I hear you guys fine. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, a little unstable. Uh, yeah. Well, good thing the, the episode I recorded right. before this has been fun, was fine. Uh oh. Um, but I was gonna say I didn't see the Jim Carrey. Well, this is fun. Let's just keep talking. We'll be fine. We'll push through it. I'm gonna take it to. Can you guys not maybe. hear me? Huh? Maybe. maybe. Can you guys no, we not can hear, hear you, but you're going. And then again. Yeah, because uh, I can hear you guys fine. You go. Yeah, you're 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 jumping in and out. Yeah. All right. Let me um. Let me try to fix something real quick. The fucking internet. That's not what I want. on things like there's certain things I'm looking at. I'm not looking at anything. I'm just clicking. <laughs> or as a habit sitting at the computer. Like I feel like I gotta click stuff. You guys all right? There we go. Now now Scott's moving around. You're moving, yay. And back. Is, is it all good? I'm all good. Yep, yeah, you're all good. You're moving. Right. You're grooving. Alright, so so for editing's sake, uh to be fair, I didn't see the Jim Carrey uncanny rap valley Robert Zemeckis version. But I'm sure it's got something in it worth watching. Um, 
I just didn't see it because those movies creep me out. Yeah, there's probably at least a small part that sticks, but not everything. Yeah, yeah. like I said, the, the core, the, the original book, like the book is so good too. Like it's just good in general. And it's also funny that like, I know we mentioned Scrooge, but they almost never try to like update the setting. Now, yeah, it's almost it's always old timey England, like you know, it just works. Yeah, it's just something something weirdly timeless about this very specific time period in this specific context. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Christmas Carol is always you can't go wrong with any of them. I think um, this depends what you're looking for. But like I said, the economy of time. Because usually when I watch some of the shorter specials, I'll watch them all back to back. So that would place like one of my nights of movies. Um, but there's there's a couple of movies I always want to hit. Um, we talked about Suicide earlier. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and I didn't, watch, I didn't watch that until like I was an adult. <laughs> and, you know, the whole time you're like, all right, I keep hearing how great this movie is. It can't be like there's no way it's going to live up to hype. I think it did. And on rewatches, like I cry immediately because you realize in the beginning, it's like everyone, all these characters, you now know, after you've seen it are praying for, uh, you know, George Bailey because he's literally at the end of his rope. But the whole point of the movie is like, you see his life up to the point where he decides, he decides he's going to kill himself. And that's when his guardian angel shows up to show him and shows him what life would be like without him. So you get to see all the inverses of all the, or what all of these like flashpoints in his life would have been if he wasn't there. And like, he has to keep putting off what like his hopes and dreams in order to do like the greater good for the, the, his family and his community. And it shows that like, yes, even though you feel like you were trapped or you didn't do what you wanted to, you were still really had a wonderful life. Um, and just everyone coming together at the end. Oh, it's so like, it's not even necessarily just a Christmas, a good Christmas movie. It's just a good movie. Um, but yeah, I, Joey, I know you said you haven't seen it. I really hope you do. Um, yeah. I don't hear what you have to say about it. I'll get around to watching it one of these days. I'm bad with a lot of things like movies, but I do have one. I do have one special on my notes of specials that I've watched Ooh. that I watch every year. Mm-hmm. And I have to mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is my favorite special. Yes, it is. Pee Wee. The Pee Wee Herman Christmas special. Yep. Yeah, I knew you were <laughs> going with that. Yeah, so good. It is so hilarious because for me Wee is one of those like i for some reason when i was a little little kid i was allowed to watch the hbo comedy special which was not good for a kid at like <laughs> five or six to watch but i watched it and i fell in love with it and then i watched you know big adventure and Wee's playhouse but this special oh well, it, is, it, it, is it is it a part of Pee Wee's Playhouse or was it like a special like other outside of that thing? Uh, it was it was on TV, so it was like a TV okay. special involving the Playhouse, but it was loaded with guest stars. But like the jokes were funny to me when I was a kid, and even better now as an adult. And just the the cast of characters that are obviously like today's generation watches it might not know who the heck Dinah Shore is or you know, Grace Jones or I have a, I have no almost idea of almost mm-hmm. anybody in that. I'm like, who are half of these people? Oh, I, I love <laughs> it because I know an adult. Yeah. Frankie and Annette. I mean, I still go, you know, when some of the people are naming people, I still go. Annette. I just instinct oh it's so good. It's so so good. And then, you know, tying it into today's world, Miss Yvonne in the show is um uh Charlie's 
mom in It's Always Sunny. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. But there's a great line in it where, like, she comes in and she's wearing mistletoe on her head. And everyone's like, come sit next to me. Come over me. And, like, one point the floor comes up. And he goes, come stand over me. And then she runs over to stand over him. I'm like, that's so brilliant. And, you know, Magic Johnson being cousins with the magic screen. and (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. But I would be remiss to not mention the greatest cameo in the whole thing. Yeah, what's that? Little Richard on ice skates. Little Richard on ice skates. It's magical. But I can I can connect one more story that it connects level up to this movie. Oh yeah, I think I, I was gonna bring it up if you wow. didn't. <laughs> yes, it is a um a few a few many, many Christmases ago. Oh, it was quite a few Christmases ago now. Yeah. Thousands of years ago. It, it feels that way. Uh a former member of the store mm-hmm. had everyone at the store uh to buy me fruitcake. Yep. Because in the thing, his gift is always fruitcake. Yeah. And they thought that would be funny. <laughs> I think problem, it was. Problem is, I like fruitcake. Yeah. So I ate all of it. Yeah. Yeah. After also, Christmas. That was so long ago. I think you were still working at the store, Brian, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that was when I was still there. That was a long time ago. That was before we had Becca, and she's been there forever. And centuries. Ago. Again, thousands of years ago. Yeah, we're not really kidding with that thousands of years. Thing. I had less white hair and... I had more hair in general. Yeah, same. same. Yeah. I also didn't drink coffee. I just drank. Um, <laughs> but no, I remember the fruitcake things. Is like I don't think any of us wanted to help you eat them. That's fine. I eat them all. I love fruitcake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not my jam. But that's yeah. That it's was not really, jam. It's fruitcake. It was a really great idea. I'm really happy that that we did that. Uh, I remember Tim got me at like everyone got me like the generic fruitcake. But yeah. Tim went and got like the like artisanal mm-hmm. with uh, like nuts and stuff. And I'm like, Tim doesn't do any half measures. The other one. Yeah. Tim doesn't take half measures. No, um, he went all out. Yeah, that's how that's how they do. Um, but yeah, no, Pee One's good. I don't I, I remember watching it as a kid and then Pee Wee's Pee as a kid just like felt like a fever dream and then like I woke up from yeah. it. And like I only kind of vaguely remember it, but then you were reintroduced me to this special as an adult. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so good. It was like I took acid, I assume. So um, but that's not one I, I stick with. But like I, it's definitely an interesting pick. You're the only person I know that that is a Pee Wee every year kind of guy. It's very weird, and I love it. It's just one of those because it's it's. It's on Netflix for free, so you can watch it. For a while, it was on his website for free. It was on mm-hmm. YouTube for free. You can watch it, like, wherever. But that was my, like... Because forever, I just had... I mean, I did the sh- selling of trees, so I wasn't around. Like, when I was a teenager and later in life, I literally would work... I would go to school till, like, 3.30, go home, get dressed, go sell trees from 4 to, like, 8.30, go home. And then do my homework, go to bed and do it every single day, except right around Christmas. So I missed all that, but I could squeeze in Pee Wee because it was something I liked as a kid. It's what, only like a half hour, right? And mo- it's like 40 minutes. It's like okay. an, it's an hour long TV special. He's so with yeah. commercial break. So it's like 45 minutes. That's not too bad. Or something like that. Can crank that out in an afternoon. And it, it goes real fast. 
Yeah, it goes down smooth. Uh, how about you, Brian? What's one of the ones? Uh, I know you're a Rankin Bass guy, right? Because you mentioned Life and Times of Santa Claus. And... Man, so, so Life and Times of Santa Claus is probably, if I had to take like a Rankin Bass one, that's probably my favorite, but only because it's the only one with laser beams. Um, there's uh, Murder in the Name of Santa Claus. Uh, it's actually, it's a really, really weird movie. It's really weird. I've seen it. It's, yeah. it's super all over the place with Santa Claus is uh, brought up by forest uh, immortals and raised and he becomes a toy maker with the, the forest wood nymphs. And then there's like a lion or uh, yeah, like a lion is his uh, best friend. Yeah, really uh, weird. Yeah, it's it's really, really like off the rails weird. And then all of the other Rankin Bass ones are just the normal Santa Claus stories that you would tell. But I think that one, that one particularly stands out just because of how off the wall and ridiculous it's it's the D D explanation of Santa Claus, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. I get I get I get what you're saying with yeah. that. Yeah, like the they're, the kind ca- of, they're kind of Calvin balling it a little bit. Yeah, the, the, the council table where they grant Santa Claus immortality is all sorts of different like mythical creatures and it's like a the, the entire world that they've built. I want to know more about that world. I want to, they, they introduce all of these other leaders of all of these societies that you just never see again well, other than at this table. Well, the Rankin Bass, there's a whole uh, cinematic universe with them. Uh, all their movies are connected. Uh, there's a video on YouTube. I don't remember what, who made it. Oh, like explaining all of it. It takes like an hour. And I'm like, wow, because there's, there's a bunch of movies they did. I like, there's Easter ones. There's a ton I didn't even know mm-hmm. about. As you know about the big ones, you know Santa Claus, you know Rudolph, you know Frosty, like you know. Uh, there's Rudolph and Frosty, Shiny New Year. What's the one there's... with the heat miser and the frost miser? The year uh, without that Santa is Claus. Yeah. Coming the to... uh, yeah, that one's year That's without, year without, without Santa, Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, I used to work with somebody who, and who, because I've been working retail since I was 17, but I worked at Suncoast. Uh, one of my managers that was their favorite movie so that was one of the movies we'd play all the time uh and then after nine o'clock we would play uh christmas vacation because you couldn't play that yeah any earlier and even then we really shouldn't have played it at all because there was definitely kids uh <laughs> in when like he starts screaming and ranting and raving and cussing at the end um so we probably shouldn't have got away with that but that's one of the movies i watch every year with my dad like it's we all the part with the sled always makes me laugh yeah it's the part where he's like later dudes and just blasts down like i don't know just the juxtaposition of him like turning and just being gone is so funny to me like that never fails to make me laugh um it's one of my mom's favorite christmas movies i i yell fix the null post at the top of my lungs whenever anything's very broken yeah my, my one friend she she just left facebook this year um but how I know it's Christmas time is she would always change her profile picture to like the grandma after she says play ball. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now it's now it's officially Christmas. Um, yeah, that's brilliant, actually. Yeah, it was. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, there's so much great stuff in it. Cousin Eddie's great. Uh, basically, everything he does in this movie is great. The sequels are absolute garbage. Oh, they're terrible. Any National Lampoon one, usually they are when it yeah there's like two vegas is all right there it's are... okay but it's not... i would say there's three good national lampoon movies this is a bit of a tangent uh christmas vacation yeah regular vacation yes uh and animal house yeah i it's guess all right yeah. yeah 
Yeah, that's a national know. lampoon. Yeah, it's, it's on the it's, it's on the, the Vegas level. It's the first me. one. I I think it's a little bit above it. It's also their first movie, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I I think it's a good uh, outing. Um, because they didn't because Nash, Caddyshack's not National Lampoon, right? It just has Chevy Chase. No, so. yeah, because that's not even. Or did Harold Ramis direct that? I know Harold Ramis was involved, because apparently they were all like crazy and partying the whole time let's let's we'll save that for another podcast yeah. <laughs> um i'm a big ghostbusters guy so i know all of their like behind the scenes stuff and for all their movies but um now nah, christmas vacation there's so much great stuff in it and it's got lots of great little moments in it too like someone just absentmindedly watching you know uh, uh it's a wonderful life the grandparents are just asleep in the chair like people are like there's a lot of like little like christmasy moments in it mm-hmm. um that like I think really to help bring it to another level and like make it literally endearing. It's not just gag after gag after gag. Um, it, it feels the, like Christmas. Yeah, exactly. You got Chevy in the um, the attic watching old home videos and like reminisce. Yeah, like mm-hmm. who? Like I know for sure my grandfather recorded like every Christmas when we were a kid. It was awful because there was just a big ass bright light right in your face <laughs> while you're trying to do stuff. But like I can go back and look at that stuff and have memories and oh, like man. we have that same feeling that he has when he watches it so it connects and it makes that holiday feel like I get it. And I love oh yeah, it. no, I have I have so many videos of us as kids that my dad was recording and like as soon as they start, you see us be really annoyed because he was always recording stuff. <laughs> like immediately oh, yeah. yelling at him, like stop, stuff like that. Um, but no, I'm glad we have that. I. I mean, I guess it's easier now than ever, but like, so we can just throw it up to the cloud. But yeah. I don't know. It feels like video stuff is I, mean, I have one where I can hear. Oh. I found one where I can hear my grandfather, and like, I did all my grandfather's tapes were like just the video with like sweeping generic Christmas type music over it because he took it to somebody and they it was on like film yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. So like this one video, I can hear him like talking and and everything, and it just I heard it like two, three years ago. And it, it destroyed me because I haven't heard his voice in, you know, like 20 years. So it was like, mm-hmm. but it was a Christmas thing and it was so great, but, but that's, it adds to the movie. Like the, you know, Christmas vacation has that endearing qualities. There's certain things in it that you can relate to and makes it, you know, great. Minus just funny. Cause you know, it's a national lampoon movies and that's what they're going for. And it was back when uh, that meant something. Yeah. Yeah, back when Chevy was still kind of funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, he played a great everyman. Like those, those two, those that vacation and the first vacation in that one, and then that that version of Rusty grew up and went to be on Big Bang Theory. So that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah, and and uh, the the girl was on Cape Fear and uh, National Born Killers. Juliet, I Lewis. did not know that. Yeah. I know Juliet the, Lewis is the I, is the daughter. I know the one mom went on to be Raymond's mom, and everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. 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 Um oh yeah, and like as an adult, I appreciate like the family like in laws like bickering and like Yeah. Yeah. Like him dreading them coming over and stuff. <laughs> like I appreciate that so much more now. Oh yeah. Kid, I was it just kind of washes over you. I'm like, oh you know, they're they're making funny jokes or whatever, but like um yeah, it's just one of those movies that like it as a kid it hit a lot of the stuff in it hits differently than as an adult. I mean, it's really not a kid's movie. Oh, yeah. I should have been yeah. a kid, but um, oh, I love it. 
it's one of my like I said, it's one of the ones I got to watch every year. I got to watch that. I got to watch those three specials at least, and I got to watch It's a Wonderful Life. And then sometime between Halloween and Christmas, I have to watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. <laughs> I, that, I at one at one point I would have called that my favorite movie. Um, I'm no longer at that point, but I, I do really enjoy it. It's one yeah. of the few movies I like know like by heart and can just recite the whole movie um, at the drop of a hat. I'm not going to do it on this one because we have a lot of other ground to cover. Yeah. Um, Hitting that. <laughs> I was gonna say hitting that same like this is what Christmas feels like movie type of yes. thing. I think I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I think see. I know what you guys are gonna manifest. Yes, yeah, right. wait, hold on. Okay, yeah. what it? Uh, a Christmas story? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I figured yeah. you were gonna say. It's. I I know a lot of people don't like it, but it's one of those movies that you can jump in at any point in time, watch that five minute vignette of what's happening, and you're like, "Yep, I've lived that." Uh, that that has happened in my existence yeah because it's at the point of that movie is not really a story it's just like hey this was one christmas in yep. this kid's life i like not just like the day like that like season like the lead up to it uh you know because he wants the was it red rocket action rifle or whatever what's the name of it red rider bb gun yeah, yeah the official yeah, red right. rider bb gun it's been, wa- it's been a while it's been a while since i watched christmas story i like christmas story it's been beat to death Oh yeah, years with like TBS plays it for like three days straight, and I'm like, I've mm-hmm. seen it. I don't ever need to see it again. Yeah, you don't actually watch it. You put it on in the background while things are happening, so exactly. it's just noise for those two or three days while people are opening presents and stuff like that. It's it's just there. Yeah. Right, it's the perfect thing to be there because you can mm-hmm. in those three days you maybe watch it fully put together once. Yep, but you get the pieces, and it's one of those everyone has seen it. You don't need to focus on it. You can turn your head, look, and go, oh, you know, the dogs ate all the turkey. Now they got to go to the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> There's like, one part I remember very vividly watching as a kid. Uh, and it's, well, there's two parts I very vividly remember watching as a kid. The kid getting his tongue stuck to the pole yep. terrified me that that would happen <laughs> to me. When, like, that that could happen to me like that. Um, the other thing is, I very distinctly remember like going through my words and like being like, oh, he meant this really bad curse word. The part where he does the old punch. <laughs> because oh, I remember being like just working out what he really had said and being like, oh no, and like being like so there's a very distinct memory to me uh, about those movies. It's so funny. Like, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. The the I, I was a terrible kid. Um it's okay, you're a terrible so, adult. So yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the that whole speech about being a connoisseur of soap, yeah, oh. that that is if there's one thing in that movie that really resonates with me, it's that it's him sitting there with a bar of soap in his mouth for talking bad. Ugh, <laughs> yeah. I can't count. Did you actually get soap in your mouth all the time? I've never known anyone to do that. That seems like a very Dickensian like era punishment. And it was it. Uh, I had a potty mouth at like five. All right. <laughs> I had a moment the other night. Uh, I was talking to Sean again about you know I it was a night it was it was like ten thirty. Um, I hadn't slept great the night before, and he's like, "You should go to bed." I go, "Well, I like this time right now because it's quiet," and I'm like, "It's like the end of a Christmas story." 
I'm sitting near a tree. The lights are on, mm-hmm. on the tree, but I'm looking out and I'm seeing the snow just like the parents were. And it's just kind of mm-hmm. one of those, like, that's to me, that's my, that's one of my most, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Cause it's like, that's Christmas in a nutshell. It's just like, you're taking the time to sit, enjoy looking at everything and the beauty of the lights and the snow and the slowing down of the world. And I'm like, that's my favorite thing. And that's, that resonates with me more. I just, I was just yeah, like, that, that's my favorite thing to do uh, with Christmas in real life. Um, it's why the only time I like snow is Christmas time. I, but you know, unfortunately we don't get snow here anymore. And Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see. Is it supposed to snow on Wednesday? We've got a nor'easter. We're supposed to get this. Will obviously get posted afterwards, so maybe I'll yeah. eat my words. But they're predicting like six inches plus right now. Are they? I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. It'll probably be slushy and disgusting and just <sighs> in like a day. Doesn't matter if it's if it's snowing at all. It was it snowed the other night day. Yeah, we I got some out. flurries. And I was like, yeah, it is a little kid. Hey man, that was those flurries we got was more snow than we got all last winter. Sure. Yeah, man. Like uh, anyone who says uh, this stuff's not real, like in my lifetime, we've gone from having blizzards and stuff as a kid to not getting any snow and walking around in shorts for Christmas. Like, yep. And like having unending like season. a few times last year, I think it was like like ten degrees for days. So yeah. it's just weird. Sometimes but, we get some cold, but it's always it's always raining if we get any precipitation. You know, that's I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I hopefully hopefully when you hear this podcast, it's snow on the ground. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so then, I, yeah, I love just a hot cup of cocoa or something, watching snow fall in the glow of the Christmas tree. It's pretty uh, great. Mm-hmm. That's a special moment when you can get that. Yes, that that same thing, but cherry Seven Up. That same thing, but eggnog or coffee. Oh, God, eggnog. Ugh. Eggnog is the nectar of the Christmas gods. Yeah, we should really address this this elephant in the room, this eggnog-shaped elephant. It's good. Eggnog's bad. No, it's good. You're all wrong. I can't handle it. It's, nope. My my brother's fiance's family loves it. We were over on for we were over for Thanksgiving and like they were drinking it and stuff. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, people make homemade stuff and it's good. It's all right. But nothing beats the me. The Wawa. Wawa nog. Wawa Nog. It's just like, that's it. and I don't get a lot of it. Like, I literally would get, like, at Christmas, like, I go to my parents' house and I bring a thing because my dad likes it mm-hmm. and I like it. So, yeah, that's it. But I have more things to bring up. Speaking of your dad, that reminds me, we got a lot of, like, Christmas babies and Christmas baby adjacent people in the room, you know, on the 22nd. Too many. <laughs> Brian, Brian, your wife is uh, the my, my wife's the 18th. My brother's oh, the 14th. Speaking my... of, uh, <laughs> this episode's going up on the 18th. So uh, happy birthday, Becca. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're Joe. Your, happy birthday. Yeah. Joe, your dad's birthday is the 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. Because uh, it's the day after mine. Katie, Katie's sisters is the 15th. Yep. I was supposed to be born on Christmas Day, but I couldn't wait. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's too many. It's a, it's a, people assume I hate Christmas because it's close to my birthday. I'm like, I kind of still love it. It's just kind of an infectious season, you know, like, mm-hmm. although I know I would go to my one set of family was like very Christian. And like, usually sometimes when we were kids, like we would do our Christmas get together with the extended family and it just happened to be my birthday. And like, we would literally celebrate Jesus's birthday as part of it. And I know it made my dad so mad. <laughs> 
because he's like, it's my actual, it's your actual grandson's birthday. Like I don't, well, I was a kid, I didn't care. I still got to eat cake and ice cream. Who doesn't want to eat cake and ice cream as a kid? I mean, and get and get presents. So thank you. all of that seems great. And who still doesn't want to do that as a thirty? I mean, I don't mind. All right, so this year is a little. Obviously, for everyone, 2020 is when we recorded this. Uh, this year is a little different for everyone. We're basically not doing any of our traditional Christmas traditions just because, A, who's got the energy now? Like, the, the, between, like, you know, with, with the money things and just not being able to go out and see each other, like, yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're kind of not doing it. Uh, my brother just got engaged like a month or so ago as of this recording, but like, her family goes crazy on Christmas. So, like, I'm not even going to have my brother for it this year. So it's like, I'm going to just work on Christmas Eve, take Christmas day off, chill out. My mom's thing that she always ever wants for Christmas is to go see whatever new movie came out then. So like, we don't even have that. Um, oh no. I, oh, I'll try to edit that out. I kicked over my mic. Um, <laughs> um, but since we're not, you know, we usually would, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I kind of just want a day off and play Spider-Man on PlayStation four. Um, could be christmas i i think christmas traditions are what you make of christmas like obviously we're all not doing certain things but we're, we're all trying to keep i like i'm trying to keep some traditions so like this guy right here yep that's santa is a tradition that's my grandfather santa that i remember as a kid this guitar is also <laughs> a tradition it's demo uh, plays last christmas by I Wham, was, uh, I which i won't play so we don't get yeah we don't get copyright strike uh, after this though after, after this. of course of course yeah yeah I, I put it there put it for you <laughs> I gotta get a clean uh, recording for uh, posterity I was actually um we have a couple of new hires for the holidays and uh, I was explaining them the key tart because last Christmas came on in the store it's one of the part of our Christmas playlist um and then we find like a YouTube video of it and there's like a yep. cat or a dog or something that runs around in the background and we're playing it during one of the store Christmas parties just on the TV in the background and occasionally you see out of corner eyes someone was like someone just ran around the TV and it became this thing like we're all ended up really intensely watching it <laughs> just to see what was happening and it was amazing that was a great moment um but but I, lo I, I love your guitar it's not Christmas till I hear that version of Wham yeah I, I usually play it around Christmas uh but you know you're just trying to make the most of traditions that still happen like <laughs> I said I'm not gonna get to do you know dinners and stuff I'm, I'm probably still gonna try to go to my parents for my dad's birthday if we see him uh i won't eat anything but because i don't want to take my mask off um and stuff like that but i'll still go see them because you know it's my dad's birthday yeah man. So, you got and it. but you know we're, we're you try to make the best so you can and and you know with these holidays being the way they are it's a chance for us to myself and katie here to start our own traditions and own exactly. memories that we don't get to do during Christmas day. Cause our Christmas is like running to one grandparent's house and running to my parents and running to her parents and running to family then doing our thing and then running to family. It's like boom, 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 boom. And next thing you know, it's like nine o'clock Christmas night and we're home. And we're mm -hmm. like, you're, you're just exhausted. Yeah. So now it's like, you know, maybe we're one, we'll run to the people's houses, say Merry Christmas, drop off gifts. Then bring the get bring pick up gifts, bring the gifts home, and then do something like this where you're Zoom calling and opening the gifts together in a comfortable position and in your pajamas and you know, Joey, was it you that gave that, that told me this idea where like I think your mom was making dinner and you were gonna take some of it home? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Like, and then everyone's gonna like mm-hmm. meet it together over Zoom. I'm like, that's actually kind of cute. I, I like that idea. Way to make it so it's safe. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to get my parents any, any disease or you know anything. I don't want to get them sick, and I know they don't want to get me sick, and I and, don't want to risk it because for me, you know, like in all of this, the you know the the ends justify the means. You know. So if the end result of everything of being cautious and being safe and being all that equals, you know, everyone in my family, knock on wood, I mean, I've had people in my family be sick, but, you know, come out relatively unscathed and we're healthy and we're alive, then it's worth it. Sure, this year gets messed up, but it makes me appreciate next Christmas even more. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes all the memories and all the things we'll get to do even better. So yeah, but there are I, traditions that I will continue to do in this house and I will talk about them in a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, we are lucky <laughs> to point out that a lot of our extended family kind of still lives in the same area. Yeah. So you are able to run around. It's not like you don't have to fly to California or something. Yeah. So you can do the thing where you guys eat like the same prepared meal together, you know, over the internet. But I think even if people just, uh, just, yeah, I think just zoom together mail each other your presents and open them together i think something small like that i think goes a long way but you know one of the the upsides is you can catch up on all these christmas specials you haven't seen that is true i think you would love it's a wonderful life i i really do um it's gonna be one i watch this year for yeah. sure i i'm please mm-hmm. report back to me i'm, I'm really curious about well uh, trust me you're the you're the you're the person i need to talk to about it so yeah cool. it's it's one of those things that's like yeah i, I I, you're gonna tell me like, I, what are you talking about? That was so overhyped. <laughs> yeah. I get, I get the idea of it, and you know, yeah. all right, watching Jimmy Stewart. Uh, he's always good. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But yeah, no, I got some more things to talk about on my list. Yeah. I don't want to have a ton of notes, and I can just ramble. But I do have notes to talk. about. Uh, we can all ramble. This whole podcast yeah. is. is, is, is a, a I'm a king of rambling, but yeah. I will talk one thing. It's not a movie, and I guess it's a special. But a, a tradition that always happens at Christmas time mm-hmm. is the Yule log. The, the Yule, log, Yule log's great. Yeah, I love the Yule log. And for me, <laughs> the Yule log is before the internet. There is a New York station uh, WPIX that played it Christmas morning, and like a couple other stations put it on Christmas morning to make it look like you had a fireplace in your house. So when I was younger, I'd still get up early, you know, my dad worked graveyard shift, so he wouldn't come home, but I, I'm a kid. I'm going to wake up at six, seven o'clock, no matter what. Yeah. Even after I knew, you know, about, you know, the jolly one, um, still woke up early, but it was always on. So we always had it on the TV and the parades would start because it would, it would come on at like six, seven o'clock in the morning. So we'd always watch it. So for me, that's a special, that's a tradition. But, you know, now because of the internet and all that, you can watch it in 4K. But <laughs> there's tons of pop culture uh, uh, Yule Logs you can watch for all of your your lovely viewings. Oh, there's, there, there, there's one we play in the store almost every year. Uh, and I currently, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's currently on the computer screen over there. It's the Return of the Jedi one. Yes, the Return of the Jedi of Darth Vader burning at the in the movie. It goes on for five hours. Yep. It has the crackling sounds of fire. There's two versions. One has like music playing in the background, like you can hear like yub dub and stuff. I kind of prefer that one because it's not just crackling, but both are good. The best one though um, was the ones where they uh, they they play the scene and it just keeps going, you know. So it's like Luke looking at the fire and the music swells and it just kind of fades out and it just yeah. keeps going. Um, that one's great. <laughs> um, I've got there's one 
uh, since you said it earlier, there's a Ghostbusters one where it, it's right, they coming in right before he's going to shut the uh, the system down and uh, it explodes and shoots out of the top of the, the firehouse. As soon <laughs> as it shoots out of the top of the, the firehouse, music starts playing and it's uh, uh, Hark the Herald by uh, Nat King Cole. Oh and it plays for like 50 minutes of just music and that fire shooting up at the top of the house. I will say one of the great things about YouTube is there's just so many Yule logs and so they're so different. Like there's a lot of good ones. If you just want to put the fireplace on, there's ones that play like really like soft ambient Christmas music. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're good for just kind of filling in the space. Like, like, you know, you're talking about doing that with Christmas story too, but like they make these ones like 10 hours long. You don't literally have to do anything. You just put it on and you're good to go. I, we, it's a, it's a mandatory tradition either at my parent. Well, it's mandatory here when Katie and I open gifts. A Yule log is on the TV. If I go to my parents' house, a Yule log is on TV while you're opening gifts. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're sitting by the fire opening gifts. And then you put on whatever. You can watch, you know, mm-hmm. let's make a deal or, you know, price is right or whatever. It doesn't matter. Nothing's Christy- Christmasier than let's make a deal. No, I mean, not yet. Yeah. No, it just shows me. <laughs> yeah, I love the Yule Log. Um, I watch it all the time. I joke here, I'll, like, uh, Katie will be working here in the office and I'll have to run out or something. And I like go, oh, I left the fire on in the living room for the cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just the crackling popping and Vader burning because it's like five hours. So it's perfect just to leave on and just have noise. And I love it. But that's such a tradition and such a Christmas feel to me that like the Yule log is so important to me for Christmas time. So it's a memory and it's a cherished thing I got. All right. Um, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. Um, we'll be right back. Uh, I think when we come back, we're going to discuss what makes a Christmas movie, a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're going to apply some, that logic to some other movies that may or may not sound like they're for Christmas, but we'll be right back. Created by husband and wife team, Kendall and Kayla, Star Savior Bunny combines Sailor Moon-esque superheroics with the challenges of early adulthood. Read for free at tapas.io and check out their Instagram, at Star Savior Bunny, for new updates and projects. Thank you for listening to our podcast, but have you checked out our store yet? We sell all kinds of nerdy products from comics and graphic novels to retro video games, model kits, toys and statues, and more. Visit us at levelupentertainment.com and as a special exploratory promotion, the first 20 people to use the code FRIENDSCAST at checkout will receive 10% off their first purchase. If this is successful, we will do more podcast-exclusive promotions in the future. That's levelupentertainment.com and code FRIENDSCAST. F-R-I-E-N-D-S-C-A-S-T. All right, and we're back. Um, so let's talk about what makes a Christmas movie or Christmas special Christmas special. Uh, I think it's I think it's two main criteria. Mm-hmm. I think Christmas needs to either be a part of the plot, and uh, the the themes of the movie need to involve some of the actual themes of Christmas. So either like generosity or family or you know like togetherness stuff like that. 
that's what gives like kind of like home alone like if that took place like some other like just they went for summer vacation it might not hit the same the fact that it's it's at christmas and it's kind of like this kid's wish fulfillment but like at the end it's still about like he missed his family you know, not, not just like I defeated the bad guys with these crazy traps. Um, and that's such a, I also love that movie too, but I don't watch it every year. Um, I do remember I watching that movie with Thanksgiving for a weird reason. Cause I always, maybe it's just my memory, but they always played it like on NBC Thanksgiving night. So it's almost like when Santa's at the end of the, the Macy's day parade. Yeah. You can watch them alone. The holiday yeah. season. The home alone is like, okay. Let's start the Christmas movies. It's okay to watch Christmas movies, but I get, it's more Christmassy, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it takes place. You know, is that Christmas? He's like stepping on Christmas ornaments and stuff, yeah. you know. Um. So with that said, I know there's a couple of uh, movies that there's a debate whether or not they're Christmas. So let's have that debate right now. Let's get the big one mm-hmm. out of the way. Uh, Die Hard yeah. is a Christmas movie. Yes, we're all in agreement. Yes. Um. The be- one of the best Christmas movies. Yes. It's one of the ones that I uh, my, it's one of the ones that my entire family can agree on because a, it's it's a great action movie uh, and my mom likes Bruce Willis so she will <laughs> actually sit down and watch From Moonlighting Fame Bruce Willis. Yeah. That's why she likes him. Um but yeah, so Die Hard, uh, he's there trying to reconnect with his family. You know, he's estranged from his wife. He hasn't seen his kids. He's coming from the other coast. So it's got the family connection. It's at a Christmas party. There's lots of Christmas trappings in it. Like he's there because of Christmas. So this is part of the plot. Um, you know, I've got a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Like they use a lot of stuff in it. Um, so yeah, to me, it is, it is a Christmas movie, but it's because it's got like themes and stuff are part of the themes of the movie also can coincide with the themes of Christmas, I think is what makes it. It just was like a Christmas party, but it's like they're already together or whatever. And it's just like, I got to beat up a bunch of terrorists I don't know. I think it gives the movie like a little bit of like extra, like some extra spice or something. You know what I mean? It's not just an action movie. Yeah, it that that movie doesn't make sense not at Christmas. And then on top of that, it's that that whole family, that whole togetherness kind of thing that you you just talked about. Yeah, and even like um. Uh, you know, like Carl Winslow is like, I've got a family, and you know, like there's, I don't remember the character's actually. Oh, that's it's Al Powell or whatever, but like, yeah, Carl Winslow. Yeah, but in my head, canon because uh, he's almost always a cop in things. He's a cop in Ghostbusters too. Like it's all the same character. He just had to go to witness protection and move to Chicago. Always changing, but just always wants to be a cop. And, and then he moved to Family Matters. Yeah, exactly. That's in Chicago. Um. <laughs> Had two daughters, one went upstairs, never came back. Yep. I forgot about that. I always <laughs> think about that with uh, his brother in Happy Days. Never came back. I was saying, uh, oh, God, what was that TV show when we were kids that had uh, uh, the brother of the guy from Wonder Years? Oh, my God. You mean like the kid from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I can't remember. Oh my god! But he had a sister that went up into the, that went up the stairs and then come back to like years later, and they're like, "I've just been in my room the whole time." Boy meets world. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, that. Fred Savage is who I couldn't remember. All right. Why was I going with like? I went with the characters from. One. Never mind. Holy <laughs> smokes! I'm showing my age there, not remembering that. Um, 
Yeah, you know, be like those old man. Remember that guy with the thing? Yeah, the, he, he was in the thing. Remember the show we watched as kids and it was great. I hated that when I worked at Suncoast. That's all I would get. This movie had a guy in it. And I'd have to figure it out from that. It was a guy in Christmas? No, I wouldn't even get that far. Um, He was in this other thing, and then he was there. He was real funny. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, He was hilarious. (laughs) Anyway, we were talking about Die Hard. Um, Yeah, such a good movie. I love the movie. (laughs) I I consider it a perfect movie. There's like nothing to trim from it. Every it's everything set up. It's all everything pays off eventually. Like that's good stuff, and you get to watch a whole bunch of explosions and people getting shot and stuff. So it's a good feel- Christmas, Christmas time. time all time. Well, what's, mm-hmm. what, what Christmas song does it end with? Because it ends on a Christmas song. Oh um, no! Ah. Uh, well, it ends no, on man. a Christmas song. Let's move past it. The other big one I want to talk about that's weird is Gremlins. Yes. So, you know, like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Gizmo was a Christmas present. Um, Phoebe Cates has this whole thing about how her dad died being Santa Claus and got stuck in the chimney and they had to pull him out. Um, the one thing about that, so it takes place in like a tons of snow and stuff. So they established that if the gremlins touch water, they split apart. But like they're just all running through snow and stuff and like nothing happens. That's a big plot hole. It's ruined. Ruined. Yeah, but no, that movie's like that movie's really fun. Maybe they don't they don't turn on frozen water, only on lukewarm or yeah. But once you touch snow, it like melts. Yeah, basically. Also, let it snow is the end of Die Hard. Yes, you're right. Perfect. I assume I'm not looking it up. That's what the internet says. If the internet's wrong, then it's wrong. Blame blame that. Internet's never been wrong. If the internet's wrong, I don't want to be right. Yeah, I don't want that man. Yeah, no gremlins. I just that I get. I can visually see like the Christmas lights and just everything. Yeah, the the gremlins carol at one part in it. That's true. Yeah, it's fun. I I, I don't know that movie's a lot of fun. I really like it. The sequel is off the rails insane. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is also fun in its own way. I think you need to go into that movie kind of knowing a little bit about what it is. It's not really a sequel. It's a sequel under protest. The creator did not want to make it. Um, he did not want a sequel to Gremlins, um, so he just went. He just went insane. See what he could get away with. Um, but now, uh, do you guys ever watch that? It was from a couple years ago. It's uh, Krampus. It was another Christmas horror. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. It was really good. I know it. I haven't seen it. It's good. I recommend it. It's not a feel good movie. It's not as fun as Gremlins, but it's it's got kind of that similar tone. Um. The sound design is so good. Like it's, I've never heard a movie sound more like winter than that movie. Like more so than the Revenant, which is like, oh, shot outside for real in the cold. Right. Like you know, hmm. add it to the list. Yeah, put put it on there. Uh, watch it's a Wonderful Life first. Um, yeah, and then yeah. Yeah. and then then watch the Illumination Grinch, and then no. <laughs> well, Brian, I know you and Becca have a tradition. You watch anything related to Christmas. Ah. Uh. So it's it's more we actively seek out what we believe to be bad Christmas movies. Well, we will, easy. yeah, yeah. There's I a mean, lot of bad ones. All the, the whole the channel weird, dedicated to it. It's yeah. called Hallmark. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's there's um, yeah, all of those really bad Christmas movies and stuff like that. Me and my wife and my two best friends basically, we sit down and we just kind of marathon through all of these terrible, awful movies. 
this uh, the the one that we always have to hit. There's a terrible one from 1991 called The Christmas Tree. Oh God, I it's, saw that on Cartoon Network. If that it's was so, it's just bad. It's, it's it's such a bizarre movie. Like, how did they make this? Give me a rough. Yeah, say so, so why don't you run it down for him? All bro? right, so it's uh um. A man moves to a new town with his wife and child and two kids, okay. uh, and he goes off to go work somewhere that's not explained, but leaves the wife and two kids uh, at the orphanage for some reason. Uh, because They're that's where orphans. the mayor, yeah, yeah. The, the mayor's like, you guys can go live there temporarily. Well, before they show up, up, there's this crazy orphanage that like the mayor yeah. just gives sacks of money to, but like it's run by this woman who like hates these kids and, and steals all the money. It only has one set of new clothes that she makes one of each of them wear when the mayor shows up. So he thinks she's she he thinks she's been buying clothes. And there's this tree in the backyard they call Mrs. Hopewell that they just love. Because it's the only maternal figure that they have is this tree. It's just a tree in the backyard. And then so eventually things start to try and get exposed. Uh, and the evil lady tries to tear down the tree and then gets struck by lightning. And by then yeah, but yeah, by Santa Claus. And then at the end of the movie, uh, just everything resolves itself. They just adopt all these <laughs> Does the kids. father come back? Yes, at the, uh, yeah. just at the very end of the movie, out of nowhere. But like, all right, but we're not even covering over the fact that the, the two new kids try to go to the North Pole to find Santa Claus to, yep. to save the day. And like the one daughter gets like lost and is presumed dead. Yeah, yeah, that and, too. <laughs> oh my, and the acting, it's so bad and ugly. It's terrible. That sounds... It's so bad. That almost sounds so bad that it turns out to be good yes. to watch. No, no, yes. it, it's it's fun to watch once. It, Brian, you have the right idea. You're watching it with, like, friends and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's mystery science theater fodder is what it is. Yeah, um, which, speaking of, uh, one of my favorites is called Santa Claus. Also, sometimes known as Santa Claus versus the devil. Um, so Santa lives in like a, a cloud palace with like Merlin and some blacksmith, and like the devil is like trying to make kids be naughty, so you know for evil purposes. Mm-hmm. So he comes up to like Earth and is like tempting these kids to be bad, and like he kind of has to fight Santa ideolo- ideologically. But they get Santa stuck on Earth, and he can't eat Earth food or something. He only <laughs> eat cloud food. It's so bizarre, and it's from Mexico, and it's really weird. Um, but it's, I find it genuinely entertaining. Um, but it kind of works in that same level as this. I think it's we're talking about like bad Santa mm-hmm. movies, like so bad as good Santa movies. I think it's way better than Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah, I don't think that one's very good. I think it's really boring. Um, because it would be one thing if it's like Santa had a tank and was literally like conquering the Martians. Which would be a much better movie. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, but like it's just they want Christmas, so they kidnap Santa and they learn the spirit of Christmas, and one of the Martians becomes the Martian Santa. Spoilers. That sounds like a nightmare before Christmas. It's got a terrible theme song that they play, Mm -hmm. and I never want to hear it again. (laughs) You know, the hooray for Santa Claus thing. Ugh. Ugh. I gotta hear it. I'll probably like it. Yeah, but you might (laughs) dig it. it's worth watching once. It's one of those like classic so bad it's good Christmas movies. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. Any other really weird, bizarre ones you got you've seen, Brian? That you can recommend? So so this year we've struck out 
with looking at things and going, that's going to be terrible. Because, like, we skip the very obviously bad ones or things that we're not going to watch. Like um, anything from the Hallmark channels. It's all the same movie. It's all crap. Yeah. Or or anything that's geared at, like, very little kids will skip. Uh, but so so this year, uh, our, two, our two big, like, we looked at that and said, this is going to be garbage. And then just watched it and we're like, this is great. Uh, was the Illumination Grinch movie and Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, uh, I know Beck was telling me about Christmas Chronicles the other Chris, day. Christmas Chronicles is a wild ride. Uh, first off, Kurt Russell is a great, great Santa Claus. Oh, that's the stuff, the Netflix show, right? Yes, yes Netflix, yeah. Uh, the premise of that one is little girl and brother get into a fight, basically, uh, and she blackmails him into trying to like catch Santa Claus on video. Um, they do, and they wind up in the back of Santa Claus's sleigh, and there's a big sleigh crash, and the reindeer are loose, Santa loses his hat, which grants him his magical powers, and they have to help Santa Claus save Christmas. Um, and the, the premise of Santa Claus in that movie is that he's basically omniscient from a a point of he can look at you and go, Joe, I remember what you had for Christmas, uh, what you wanted for Christmas uh, when you were three years old, and here it is. And he just like pulls it out of his jacket and, and hands gives, it to people. Gives you a He-Man, He-Man voice. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's there. There's a a car chase. Uh, Santa Claus gets locked up and sent to prison. Uh, there's um, I'm trying to think of what other ridiculous thing they get chased by a man with a baseball bat. Uh, they break Santa Claus out of prison later in the movie. Like it's it's all over the place for what you would assume a terrible Netflix Santa Claus movie is. Yeah. And it somehow comes together. The sequel's terrible because that came out this year. Uh, a Christmas uh, Christmas Chronicles two. That was yeah. awful. You force you force a, a hit to be yep. good. It's never good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Beck was trying to convince me to watch that new Grinch. I just it's so pretty uh, uh, i just don't care it's look, illumination i it, so it doesn't do the it does the illumination thing of like the butt or fart joke or the minion style joke yeah uh, there is one all right and there was a single one and you're like uh okay all right fine but other than that that movie is super pretty the snow the I, snow I say, in that movie. I think their Grinch designs cute, too cute. I like my Grinch real nasty. I like the Jim Carrey one. It's not that good, mm-hmm. but like, I think he's a good Grinch. Um, if you're going to do it in live action, I think they did it the best that they could. I don't think they should have done it in live action. But like, yeah, Nobody I don't know. That the, the Illumination Grinch looks too cute. You make a, you make a, and the Grinch is what. 15 minutes long yeah it's super short mm-hmm. and you made it into a movie it's like it's it's gonna not be great there's gonna be parts that are good because it ties together yeah. to the old stuff but only 15 minutes of a two-hour movie well, i mentioned how much i like christmas carol i like the grinch basically for the same reason i love like a really cranky guy like learning the christmas spirit and changing his ways i don't know i just i've always related to that because i've been 70 since i was five yeah, um, I've, I've that's, always that's been, everyone on this call, right? <laughs> I've always been. Yeah, I um, I mean, I did talk about how I enjoy eggnog and fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, I, you're the only person I know that likes fruit fruitcake. Um, I think I, I had. I know some, a few. They all live with my grandmother in the nursing home. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other any other weird ones want to bring up? 
I'm trying to think of something. What was that one we watched last year that was animated that was on Netflix? Was it about like a postman? And J.K. Simmons played Santa Claus? Oh, all of the other reindeer. No, 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 no. Okay. It was it was new last year. No, okay. Okay. I was going to say, because oh, all talk of about the Olive if you want. Uh, that That's the thing that Becca would yell at me if we didn't talk about. All right, well, let's get the Becca ones out of the way. <laughs> Uh, all of the she other might be home. She might be home soon in this podcast. So, yeah, uh, all of the other reindeer uh, is a dog who mishears Santa Claus say on the radio, uh, the radio that he's going to need all of the other reindeer uh, when one of his reindeer gets hurt, and so she jumps on a bus and tries to save Christmas with her friend who's a penguin, and the mailman is trying to stop them because he doesn't want to have to deal with Santa Claus mail anymore. Gotcha. Magical. The movie I just, I, I looked it up. It's called Claus with a K. Oh yeah. That, one, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was, one was pretty good. Yeah. I like that one. Really nice. I was expecting that one to kind of stink, but I was like, Oh, this is actually not that bad. At least the animation in it is also awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that one's a good one. Uh, you know, cranky old postman gets like sent to like this terrible town. And he, he inadvertently invents Christmas as a way to make mail happen, and I kind of love the cynical nature of that. He's like, yeah. you gotta ask this, <laughs> you ask this guy Claus, you know, for stuff because he makes a ton of toys. Kind of just took the toys and would like give them to kids. Um, just gonna, he had to justify his job. Um, but then, yeah, they ended up doing the Christmas thing, and it's great. It, it's a good one. Um, I'd recommend that. Also on Netflix. Uh, maybe make it a double feature with Christmas Chronicles. Maybe we get Christmas Chronicles with the K out clauses with the K. Um, I have a movie that I, or movies that I associate with Christmas from my childhood that aren't Christmas movies at all, nor that? are they as um, shown in the same way. Hmm. Okay. Uh, growing up, I you, you know where I'm going with this because I've yeah, talked about it. Yeah, I've talked to you about it. Yeah, growing up, uh, you know, as a young lad, there wasn't Netflix. There wasn't nope. Disney Plus. Uh, barely had movies on TV. You had some tapes, maybe. So when they were on TV, it was a big to do. Mm-hmm. Network premieres, this and that. I associate the f- first three Star Wars movies with Christmas mm-hmm. because they would play at Christmas Day. And for me, I have seen a good chunk of New Hope and the end of the Battle of Endor and everything of Return of the Jedi more times than I care to admit because <laughs> Christmas it would be on and we'd watch it as we were getting ready to go to my grandparents' house. And when a tele- when a movie's on TV, if it's a two-hour movie, the movie magically takes four hours to watch. Yeah. yeah. So I missed New Hope every year because yeah. when I got to my grandparents, we didn't watch it. But I would always come home, Battle of Endor, every single time. So growing up, I hate Empire because it was like it's the last thing I saw. The la- the very last thing I always saw was Ewoks destroying the Empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, this is awful. So I never watched Empire until I was older and I could get it. And I, you know, all that. But I associate that with Christmas because that was what was on Christmas Day, much like the Christmas story now is the thing that's always on. It was always Star Wars because it was so, you know, such a big thing. It was I mean, always iconic. Yeah. I mean, and you think about it, like what? 
Jedi came out in 83? 83, yeah. Yeah. 77, 80, and 83. Right, so I'm talking probably like five years later at most. Yeah, the end of the 80s and stuff like that. So it's still on, and it's such a big to-do. So like... It's funny they play that and not the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, which I recommend. Talk about that. I recommend absolutely nobody ever watching. <laughs> not even out of curiosity. It is so bad. But you don't uh, want to see like so Chewbacca's family and all those people. Oh, it's so boring. Uh, it, it, it's not. It's not funny. Bad. It's not interesting. Bad. It is just bad. bad. Talk about a talk about like a cast too. Like going back to the Pee Wee cameos. Star Wars Christmas special's got a bunch of people in it too. Oh yeah, B. Arthur's in it. Yeah, um, which Done. is the which is my my opinion's the best part. Done uh, yeah. the cantina part. Uh, what is it? Carvey Kerm- Corman, um, Art Carney. I think Jefferson Starship is one of the the bands. I think so. Who's the weird hologram? Uh, like that seducing grandpa Lumpy or whatever his name is. That's, this is what IMDb's for. That's yeah. uh, just magical. It's almost like I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, I can see didn't all your just, faces light up. Didn't they just uh, do a new one? Like an animated one? Like a Lego one? They, yeah, it either yes. just came out or is about to come out. It's, I don't know. It's like time travel. It's got the new characters with the old characters. I'm just like, I don't care. I I haven't seen it. Um, oh god, it's it's unwatchable. They referenced it in, in uh, the first episode of The Mandalorian season one, though. <laughs> so it's so it happens. Yeah, they mentioned Life Day in it, um, which is the holiday they're celebrating. That's canon. Good. I want to say Diana Ross. I don't think that's it though. Like this was 1978 because I know it was like right after they it was the first thing they released after Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's all the footage that they used. You can tell like, you know, because they got the principal actors to come back and shoot new scenes, but you can tell Harrison Ford does not care. Well, none of those people care. The other it ones goes, at least hide it a little bit. Harrison Ford, when he doesn't care, he doesn't let care about like. Yeah, that. it goes par for the course with Harrison Ford in the history of him and Star Wars. Yeah, you can tell he does not give a shit in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it kind of ruins the movie for me now. Which is like, no, all right, man, you can at least try to pretend. You know, it's called acting. I'm not a big Harrison Ford guy. Uh, the older I get, I mean, I love That's Indiana fair. Jones and stuff, but yeah, we're getting off topic a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember who who that lady was, but whatever. I think it was Donna Summer. Maybe and that would make sense being at the yeah. It was one of the, it was someone. Land. It was someone like that. It was a, a black lady singer. Like I think Jefferson Starship was only in it because Starship, and that's the reason I can remember it. I'm like because that joke, you know, <laughs> Star Wars and starships. Um, but yeah. Chewbacca, I just forgot about his son Lumpy or whatever his name is. Ugh. Good old Lumpy. Yeah. What a terrible movie. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, it's so boring. I definitely get why they like buried it. But that said, the way things are now, like Disney should just remaster it in 4K and put it on Disney Plus. Just make it available, whatever. I mean they need, they need content. They have no problem with that. They'll do it. I mean, they just I'm su- surprised it's not one of the five billion shows they just announced. I, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. yeah, they just were like, "Well, here we go." Yeah, it's funny just talking about a time when like Star Wars was kind of small and magical, and like you know, 
it wasn't always around. Yeah, it's like never it's, on. Yeah, it's not. Had, it's not special anymore. It sucks. I had uh, what did I have? Oh, I had Star Wars Insider magazine. I remember Star Wars Insider. I got that when there wasn't any talk of any other Star Wars movies coming out. And Sean and I would talk about it. Yeah, craziness, but I I miss old Star Wars just being a thing. Yeah, I still like. Earlier we watched some of that stuff. Like we watched New Hope again and just black out all the other stuff and just watch those to remember how it was when we were kids. It was great. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to watch them now. Maybe I'll do that after this. No, but what seriously, when we're done recording this, is I'm going to bed. Um, <laughs> what, you mean you're not going to watch the extended Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You're not watching Ben-Hur? You're not going to watch Torah, Torah, Torah? No Fiddler I mean, on the Roof? I have yet to see Fiddler on the Roof. Don't. I'll tell you, there's a fiddler and he's on the roof. I want to see it because uh, I, I don't know. I sh- it's one of those movies I should see at some point, whether or not it's great or not. Um, Take that night tonight. I was gonna say you mentioned Lord of the Rings. I kind of associate them with Christmas time a little bit because they came out in December and yeah, like, yeah. That that's that's more my yeah my Christmas movie. Not thing. it's funny. I was just talking about that at work the other day. I don't remember how we got up on that. Um, but I was like, I like those movies. I just never, ever have the desire to rewatch them just because they're so long. And it's just like, I don't want to take a day off to watch a movie. We're in a pandemic. You don't have to take a day off to watch. There's, a so, many, there's so many TV shows I need to catch <laughs> on. Like, I, there's so much more hours of content. Um, oh, but yeah. Catch up on season one of Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, you're still behind on that. So. <laughs> I just keep rewatching. Who doesn't love Bobby Uecker? Uh, I'd be remiss in all this talk of Christmas Uh-oh. if we did not talk about something that you and me, Brian, have a deep fondness for. Oh, I, yep, you guys and can Mr. talk about this. And Mr. Scott here uh, may not be so... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn my uh, mic off for a bit. And let you enjoyable on that. <laughs> it is Christmas music. Oh, man. Oh man, Christmas music. Now, I don't listen to it all the time, like all Christmas season. But during this pandemic, a lot of times when I couldn't go to sleep, I listened to like Christmas stations or Christmas music because for me, 90% of Christmas songs I can't listen to and be upset or unhappy. It always brings me back to being a kid. Always. Mm -hmm. So like, it goes in with everything we talk about, memories and history, Christmas music. Uh, so what are some Christmas stuff that, like, songs you have to hear at Christmas? Like, there's there's got to be, like... up my Spotify. There's got to be, like, four or five songs that you have to hear at least once. So, I mean, there, there's... there's I'm gonna... you have to hear at least once by choice or just because it's inescapable? Oh, uh, uh, because... You mean all I want? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because we play All I Want for Christmas is You to annoy Greg doesn't mean... No, no, no. Greg loves that song. I don't <laughs> mind it. As the, as the yeah. Sean. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind that song. My, my problem with Christmas music is it's the same songs every year, all day, every mm-hmm. day. And that might just be because I've worked retail since I was 17. But it's just like, oh, I just get so sick of it. It would do it. Um, when, so, I, when I sold trees... Um, we were behind a church, so we couldn't play like regular Christmas stuff, couldn't have songs and radio and this and that. So all I ever listened to all those nights were 
like the Messiah and the Nutcracker and all that stuff, which are great. Mm -hmm. But like when I left, I just wanted to hear like, you know, uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I just wanted to hear that because it was so like different than everything else that now it's just like, I'm not behind that church. So I just, you know, foots to the floor and I'm listening to that everything. But what are, what are some like, you have to hear songs? By? So, so there's the classics, which we're going to, we're going to skip because they're all necessary. The Bings, the Burls, the, the Perry Como, that Earl that, Eyes Matter, that, that whole, that whole section. And that's, we all know the Andy Williams. We all know those. So they're they're I not as interesting to talk about. Nat King Cole, gotta get yes. yes. Uh Christmas in Hollis. Uh is is probably it's that's Mom's the one that, up them collared greens. <laughs> you you put that on and it's like, nope, it's Christmas time. Christmas is is here. I, um, I actually found the uh the sample that they use in the beginning. It's uh it's backdoor Santa, it's called Yes. Which it's is also the greatest name ever for a song. I uh, about to say that sounds like a pretty raunchy movie. Oh, that's so good. It's so so that's Clarence Carter does Backdoor Santa, and right. then Jet covers it. Uh, so you can listen to either of those, and it's actually a pretty funny song. Yeah. That's that's also on the list of like I probably got to listen to that too. Um, have yourself a merry little Christmas, the John Denver and Rolf from the Muppets version. <laughs> oh. It's it's oh, you so know what? Good. That 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 Christmas, the John Denver um, Robert's Christmas special is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking through. I have I have my whole my Spotify playlist. Uh, Tom Lair's a Christmas Carol. I know Becca has a Spotify playlist because we played it in the store a little bit, and then that Die Hard song came on. We're like, okay, yeah, we yes. Can this <laughs> um, um, all of Vince Guaraldi. Hard to go wrong. Yeah, you know what's all right. I have. A comment about the Vince Guaraldi music because okay. uh, I'm a huge Charlie Brown and Peanuts guy, but like I always hear the the track Linus and Lucy played this time of year. Uh, a, it's not from the Christmas special. No, it's from all of it. Yeah, it, it's from um, this is a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the opening line. It's the opening track from that. Um, and B, like it's just their theme song. It's not the Peanuts theme song, but everyone just associates it with that that franchise as a whole, and everyone associates Peanuts with Christmas because of the, the Christmas special, because it was such a huge hit and they play it every year, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorites, which I'm surprised we didn't. All right. I want to derail this a little bit. Go ahead. Like he's already trying to get off the music. No, I was no, going to no, say no. we can do music all night. Yeah. We can go back to music. It's not a big deal. Um, I love that. The part where Linus just quotes the Bible sticks out like a sore thumb now. And it's like, Oh, this is really weird. But like, it get, but then it goes back away from that, and I love the I just love the Charlie Brown with his little tree. I was like, oh, it wasn't such a bad tree; he just needed a little love. I don't know. I just something about that one always. I could watch that one all year round, and it hits. Me. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I love uh, "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" is my favorite Christmas song. It's awesome. Um, it's it's hmm. because they sang that at the end of that, and I, I love that song. Um, but yeah, I'll contribute a little bit to this. Uh, I love the Bad Religion uh, Christmas album. Yeah, Christmas album. Yeah. I, I listen to that every year. I have it on vinyl. I listen. I always give it a spin. I'll listen to it in the store. I usually skip the last song because they take their song "American Jesus" and put it on there, which fits for the you know the Jesus theme of it, but mm-hmm. um, not super appropriate for work. But it's so good. I love the little drummer boy version. You know, with all the the punk rock drums and stuff. Um, their version of uh, "Winter Wonderland" is great. Um, yeah. So I, I that's 
that's my favorite Christmas album if I have to pick one. But if you guys wanted to go back to taking it over, going down your what about Twisted Sister? They have a record out too. That's oh man, their their oh come all ye faithful is just we're not going to take it, and it's hilarious. And it, and it but it works so well. Oh, it it's so good. Uh, what else is on here? Um, we've actually skipped. I'm looking through stuff. We actually skipped kind of a tangential thing here, and I noticed I have the Hanukkah song on here. Oh uh, yes. So so we have skipped it's our crazy nights. <laughs> our, our Hanukkah associations too. Well, um, I was having this conversation in store the other day because someone wanted to pick up a, a comic book for one of our customers because it was the first night of Hanukkah, and I was like, man, I haven't celebrated Hanukkah in like ten years. Like, I don't think we pull out the menorah anymore. Like, you, no, know, you just leave same. it sitting on this counter, on the, the mantle. But, like, it was just supposed to go in the window by the door. But, like, it's just one of those things, like, eh, just Christmas is just so all-consuming. And I don't want to get too much on a soapbox, but people need to get over themselves. It is a secular holiday. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the tenets of it, peace, love, joy, goodwill on earth, like, generosity, like, that's universal. Yeah. Um. I mean, you can celebrate it, you know, with, with the baby Jesus and whatnot too. Like, there's, I'm not trying to take that away from you, but like, I don't know. What do you guys feel? All right, let's let's continue this train. What do you guys feel about Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas? Go. I Just don't know. Say them both and get over it. <laughs> I don't know anyone that legitimately cares uh, if you tell them Merry Christmas, but I yeah, know people I, that. I but know. I know people that care if you say Happy Holidays. Oh yeah. So I usually say Merry Christmas just because like. The people yeah. that want to hear it really want. I think it's say it's, it's say Merry Christmas, and someone goes, "Oh no, I mean, I, I prefer Happy Holidays." And you go, "Okay." I've never. I've worked retail. No one would years. ever. I've that. never heard that. No. Because you know, yeah. Anytime I've interacted with human beings in a work environment, uh, I mean, I worked at the same place for sixteen years, and Merry Christmas was always good. <laughs> like I could <laughs> never. If I said Happy Holidays, it would be bad. Christmas was always safe to say. So I just instinctively say merry christmas oh, yeah the whole war on christmas thing drives me nuts everybody celebrates christmas and yeah, there isn't a war on christmas it's just they want they just want to feel like there is one yeah. john lennon sang about it there's no war is over yeah, yeah if, if you want it to be they don't want it to be that's <laughs> yeah, the trouble in bed. Uh. Fine. yeah um but no like yeah see, that's a big christmas thing for me you know talking retail and whatnot and we're so far enough in the podcast no one listens this far so we can talk about whatever we want um <laughs> You watch. Someone's gonna watch this far, and then. Hey, man! If it gets me comments, that's good for the algorithm. I'll start showing up in more things. Um, but uh, it's just one of those things. Is like it's a, as someone who's not really religious, it really annoys me the war on Christmas. Like people, like we're like, how did you see Starbucks? Their holiday cup didn't say Jesus on it or whatever. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like man to have that kind of privilege to like be up. Do you have the do you have the energy to be upset about that? Like, the loudest always rise to the top. You're always going to hear the loudest people complain, and it's just the top of the level. It's just like the foam on the top of a beer. It's yeah. like this big. The rest of the beard doesn't really care. Yeah, it's just but you're I, going to hear the loudest, either be good or bad. I, you know, I, as I'm going to go myself as someone whose birthday is right at Christmas time, and someone who grew up with, like with mixed religions and stuff, I should not care about Christmas, but because I do, like fuck you don't take it away from me <laughs> like um no that's why it, it belongs everywhere like like what's religious about santa you know what i mean like yeah which to be fair 
Uh, so I have a story with Santa Claus. Let's we're gonna talk Christmas memories. So when I, me and my brother were real little, my dad would go to the Wawa, uh, and then Santa Claus would show up at the house. It's clearly we, my my brother and I were never fooled because he didn't have one of these Santa hats. He would just wear whatever his normal like winter hat was. Um, and you know, you come in, we do the lead thing, and then at a certain point, like I was like seven, he was like five. We like he did it, and we're like, hey, we're getting old for this. You can stop. So I never believed in Santa like that. But I like to tell people as an adult that like I believe in Santa because I believe that, you know, we all giving it, you know, the spirit of him. Uh <laughs> that we all are Santa. You know, you 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 give people presents and you try to be generous and nice, especially this time of year. Um, I don't know. I try to carry a little bit of that all year round. It's 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 hard sometimes, you know, life just beats you down, not just twenty twenty life, just life in general. Yeah. It's easier to be Santa, feeling like Santa during Christmas time because it's around. Yeah. Um, when we found out that Santa wasn't real, um, my parents actually made my brother and I carry our gifts down to the tree. Um, and we were, you know, same about the same age. So it's like, here we are. They wrapped the gifts. We're carrying them down knowing what we got. <laughs> now, like, you know, as we got older, like and my parents and everything, them, uh, we've helped like my brother and myself help my mom wrap gifts for my dad and then like vice versa like we'll help whatever my dad wraps i'm telling scott my dad wraps gifts better than any person i've ever seen man he's the one guy that i've ever seen can wrap a gift with three pieces of tape that's that's impressive and it looks great i i end up looking like i give me a whole roll of tape and i'm, I'm wrapping <laughs> up like a cd yeah mess, but yeah. I think I have the unique experience in at least in this call. Uh, I'm so my little brother's 18 years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only person who's really had to play Santa, so to speak, on this call. Yeah. Really. Yeah. In, yeah in, 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 a, in, in the truest form, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's um because Chris, Christmas has always been uh hold on. Hey Becca. <laughs> Tell Becca, but, to tell, tell Becca to tell us about when she stopped leaving the Santa Claus. <laughs> I will when <laughs> yeah. she comes up. But uh, no, it's it's always been, it was really interesting, like watching my like my little sister and my little brother have to like having to hide all the presents and keeping everything in my room. And it was always just the get out of my room. You you guys don't belong here. When really it was get out of my room because all of your Christmas presents are stored in here. There's a bike that's built in my closet and all of my stuff's out in the middle of the room just in case you guys run in or uh, mm-hmm. having to wait till everybody's asleep. And then at like two in the morning on Christmas, me being the one having to get up and go downstairs and build bikes and all sorts of stuff like that and put it all together and lug it all down and pull it out of sheds and attics and try to not make noise. It's, it's really interesting experience to. I mean, it sounds like it was fun. Yeah. That I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> I would, I would die to do that. The, I can't. I can't wait till I have uh, nieces and nephews. I'll. I'll do that stuff. Like. The the biggest problem is that me and my mom both do it. Uh, we're both very early shoppers, so I had stuff in my room that my brother and sister couldn't come into from like mid October. So it was mid October. I just had to be a jerk and be like, "No, get out of my room. You don't belong so there." I, I always <laughs> tried to get my shopping done by the end of October as best I can. Sometimes you got to wait until you know a certain video game or something comes out so you can get it. But yeah. uh, I, I at least have my 
I know I'm getting everyone list done. Um, but I know one of the things, one of my more recent traditions I started doing. Uh, oh, wait, is Becca joining us? Uh, I think so. Hold on. I'm going to talk, talk about Santa. Out. So yeah. let me try and I'm going to change my audio. The employer of the month. Yeah. That was a yeah. Christmas present. It was. And I've been Hold seeing on. it on the screen the whole time. It's been yes. Great. Hold on. Yeah. Becca can't oh, hear sure. you guys. I didn't quite realize yet. that was back there. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Hi. Can you hear us, Becca? Yeah. So when did you stop believing in Santa Claus? Oh God, that's know. what we're just talking about. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. When yeah, did you stop yeah. I, I I honestly don't remember. You, uh, I, I have a bad memory in general. You do. So Becca, what's some of your favorite Christmas specials? We talked about Die Hard. We talked about Olive. Uh, what yeah, else we, did we talk? I hit about? Olive and Christmas Chronicles for you because I wasn't sure if you were getting home. Time. Yeah, I was gonna say I love all of the other reindeer. It's a very good movie. Um, yeah, I mean, you probably mentioned I love Muppets Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorites. We talked about that. We talked about how Mickey's is better. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, those are like my main. I went over Christmas tree. Christmas um, tree is good. I'm trying to think of whatever else I had on the list of things. Oh, we just watched Christmas Mail, which was another really bad Oh, no. One. Oh, I didn't talk about that one. That one was awful. It was very bad. You want to talk right, well, about let's... Christmas Mail? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, it was literally just this man has, he has his orphan, like his brother's orphaned daughter now, and he's a mailman, and, it, you know, the boss is trying to get him to, to get dirty deets on the new hire who mysteriously shows up at USPS and mysteriously just starts answering mail and the i don't know the boss is afraid she's going to take his spot or something like that and believe, the, believe it or not i've seen this one yeah oh, <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally just he's yeah. going to try sabotaging her but has very bad motives and then falls in love with her and then oh no she finds out no no then he confesses love and that's that's the end it's very bad it's very bad it's not good it's really bad movie i highly so, recommend it so becca what is what are some of the traditions you've had over the years uh funny enough uh one of my weirder ones is my uh parents always we didn't decorate the house until after december 18th because that's my birthday is december mm. 18th so december 19th was always which was like a pain because like as a kid you oh, love christmas like but yeah. my parents were like no that's, like that's the story i didn't tell but yeah, go ahead it's yeah. it was always just no like your birthday it's your birthday and then christmas jesus's birthday <laughs> so my birthday's too close to christmas you at least have a week yeah. yeah, my dad would. We're decorating on Christmas Eve if that's the case. So, yeah. <laughs> so your dad's birthday's Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah, my birthday's too close. I just it just all gets lumped together. It's not a big deal. I mean, I think it was also just an excuse not to decorate the house in you know early December. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. What you yeah, do? my mom's a driving force of putting up lights and stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm that. I love decorating like i don't know why i just love putting up the lights i don't put up anything outside until it's dark mm-hmm. so like i'll go out like all the neighbors were out during the day putting all their lights up i waited till like six o'clock it got dark and then i'm out there in the cold putting the lights up yeah see i don't like the cold so i don't really do that uh, but you gotta see where the lights more. are how am i gonna see what it looks like in the middle of the day yeah. well, you gotta it. fix everything it's yeah and yeah. I, I i've done the inside i'm the driving force because for years, I've taken off on December, and I've gone to my parents' house, and I'm the I'm the pusher. Of like, hey, we should decorate. Like, I went over there yesterday and helped them. 
pull out like most of their trees and all the decorations and put my made sure that blown mold Santa that I have at their house is out and in full display. So. Well, I know speaking of you and decoration, I know you have a collection of something that's probably a little interesting for people. These guys. Uh, you got how many uh, Santa light up Santas do you have now? Five altogether and various. This is the biggest one. Uh, they're all old. None of them are new. None of them are brand new. This this very one's the one that started it all. This is the most important one I have. Um, that was my grandfather's. So my memories of going to my grandparents' house for Christmas and there being the Santa on the front porch and getting these crazy gifts that I never thought I'd get from my grandfather. This gentleman right here is the one I saw. I would I I said in the beginning I would have had him plugged in, but there's a hundred watt light bulb in him, so it just would have been blaring. Uh, <laughs> I put him in the window in the room next to us, uh, right outside. Block him with a one of those like uh, you're doing a school science project poster boards behind him. Yeah, the ones that like they trifold. Yeah, so it covers the window, and he's in the window. All so the time, you can always see him, and then I plug him in, and he's bright, and you can't. Miss we're, him. we're friends with your neighbors across the street, and when you first started doing that, they're like, "He just has the Santa in his window, always looking at us." Yeah, it's always, it was always looking at uh, it, Pete's window. It's so bright. Um, Under what light bulb? I got. He's a porch. He's supposed to be on the front porch, so he's got to yeah. be a bright light. You know, it's it's I it's put a, a dimmer light in it, but who? Oh, well, you know, no, Santa needs to know where you live. It's fine. Yeah, he knows where um, you live. Uh, I was going to say, one of the more recent Christmas traditions I started doing is when I, I was living in Summers Point, and I was like, oh, I've got an address now. Let me start using it. I started sending uh, Christmas cards. I'd make a new one every year, mm-hmm. and I've been cleaning out my room, and I found like a bunch of old ones, um, but I usually like make them like something pulp-related. Uh, this year, I did a, the This Is Fine meme, but I, you know, with a Santa hat and a tree, just because <laughs> 2020 is on fire, um, but I really like sending out Christmas cards. I know some people... I've seen some people like they keep them and they make them part of their Christmas decorations on like their fridge and stuff now. I'm like, Oh, that makes me feel really good. They're really goofy and silly, but like, I don't know. I, I like, it's the one tradition I kind of kept. It's the one I, it's the one I kept this year, at least. Um, my, my mom keeps all the Christmas cards and she ends up, what she ends up doing is like, you know, you open the card and the writing is on one side and nothing on the other. She cuts the one side and saves the front. And that turns into the tags that you put on on the gifts. Because all you do is you you cut out because every Christmas card has like a Christmas tree on it or wreath. You cut it out, mm-hmm. you tape it onto the thing, and you can flip it up and just write to whoever from whoever. <laughs> that's what she does, and it, it just adds a little layer. That's and we actually, save we save cute, the tags yeah. too from year to year, so you don't have to like you go through the bag of tags and be like, yeah, oh, this just, one says yeah, because you know yeah, mom and yeah. dad and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that works. That's actually kind of cute. I really like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want, I mean, there is a tradition my mom uh, used to do. She hasn't done it in a few years because of everything going on with her. Uh, she makes um, pitzels. Oh, they're so good. She hasn't made them in forever. Pitzels. Cookies. Oh, yeah. they're delicious. They're like flat iron cookies, typically flavored with uh, anise. Yeah. Um, I don't know these words. I, I didn't know about them before. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. good. And there's nothing better than homemade because you can buy them in containers. They're just not this good. I'm I'm upset that uh, COVID has hit the way that it has. Uh, my mom has a like a handmade like the the iron ones that you have to put over like an open flame. Oh wow. She has an iron like that, and she can't use it because she has an electric stove. And I'm like, 
hey, I've got a gas stove. I want to take that, but I won't be there until Christmas. So it's like, well, yeah. I might like Christmas Eve just be like cranking out cookies on, so on a stove. So, so good. But she used to do that. I know, I know Sean, uh, talking about him, I know his grandmother used to make cookies for everybody. And he would like, I remember those cookies vividly that uh, when she passed, he started making the cookies and oh yeah I, I know he brings them to the store he has them all the time and they're just like i love them because mm-hmm. i like cookies so yeah. <laughs> i'm like santa i like cookies i'm all right with milk but you know um a thing i always liked uh, was uh, the store's christmas parties I, I miss this. Oh. Well, I miss them because we we're not doing one this year. Yeah. Uh, the I love the everyone getting together and hanging out. Um, I also love the, um, you know, the Secret Santa stuff. Yeah. I always liked that. For yeah. most of the time, I wasn't part of it. There was that one year I bought it for like everybody, and it was nutty. But mm-hmm. there's been times where like I know I got like the 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 Atari one. I remember vividly because I wanted an Atari. And I remember being in the store and it was downstairs still in the mall. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I believe it was you, Scott, and Tim. Yeah. I like an Atari and you were, and we were testing it and you're like, well, what games would you want to test? Yeah. And you were like, what games would you get if you wanted to buy them together? I remember helping you guys put all this yeah. together and clean. Yeah. And we're like, I'm like playing it. And then it, it didn't click until I opened it up. <laughs> yeah. Really? I thought we were being very unsubtle. I <laughs> and uh, I was being blatantly just clueless because I didn't get it until I got the thing. I was like, "This is a me." Like I didn't, I didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of the ones we pitched enough because then after I think after that's when we started doing Secret Santa, and you would be the guy that like pulled everyone out of the hat, and you would tell everyone who who got who, so that way there wasn't someone who was like participating that that didn't. And I know a few years, uh, I believe Sean accused me of not really picking him right. Cause I kept, I think he kept getting like the same person. And I was like, I mix them up. And then I had my mom grab the names. Yeah. He kept getting, I didn't pick the names. I'm like, here, you choose. Yeah, I think Sean kept fun. getting whoever was the new person to know him yeah. super well. Yeah. Um, I mean, right. No, but they were always great. And I, I, I remember times of that I know that was be the time where like Sean and I would give each other gifts. Yeah. I remember I helped you get him a uh, earthbound one year. Yeah. Um, and I know hey. you changed, you, you set all the files on it. So it said, cause there's three of them that said, Merry Christmas, Sean. So mm-hmm. when he turned yeah. it on and I shoved it in, um, I, I have vivid memories of him and I watching the Olympics when we were kids playing with the Nerf, I think it's Nerf, like table tennis set. Mm-hmm. I bought him like this fake Nerf table tennis set and I shoved the game in there. <laughs> so. I bet that was a good surprise, but I just, I remember all those and I remember like everybody getting stuff and how like it just was really neat to see, especially from a person that, you know, was at the store a lot to see how, you know, everyone at the store paid attention to what people liked and on all that kind of stuff. It was really. Yeah. I mean, not to sound too corny or whatever, but we're all friends at the store. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we've been very lucky. There's only been like one or two people that, you know, we didn't necessarily get along with like that, but um yeah yeah for the most part you know everyone's and you know what's crazy now is uh we just hired (laughs) we just hired uh our you know tim used to work at the store now his stepdaughter is 18 and in college and we gave her a job this year and we were just talking and like man nine years ago you were a kid 
Yeah. And now you're here. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, we're, we're have to do too much of it. Yeah. Better of an employee shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I like her way more than Tim ever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, He'll never listen to this. It's fine. No, it's fine. I, I, already to- I, I told him her first day. I was like, oh man, she's a better employee than you. Um, <laughs> not, obviously joking. We love Tim. Tim's a great guy. Uh, you know, Tim and Shannon, uh, you know, are, are great. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh man, Christmas. Now I'm getting all of those Christmas feelings, like for the first time this season. I'm really glad we did this. I'm, I'm all for it. I hope, I hope this episode becomes a Christmas tradition for people so I don't have to keep recording a new one every year. Oh, we'll record a new one every year. Yeah. We'll just yeah. talk about the exact same things in the same order. We only That's talked right. about music for about five seconds. I can still go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got Spotify up, like I said. Oh uh, yeah, it. I got it right here. Well, Becca, what's uh, what's some Christmas stuff you want to touch on? We'll let you know if we hit it or not. Oh, what? Anything? Anything? Yeah, we talked. We've kind of gone all over the holiday here. Yeah, it's the holiday season. Yeah. Whoop de do. Hickory dock. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I. Not much. You talked about the movies I like watching. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you hit music, I. We we hit music for like thirty seconds. seconds. We can yeah. talk more music if you guys want. I mean, no, no. Yeah. That's my connection. I mean, like I said, I don't watch a ton of movies. Music was always my thing. Well, so yeah, you were always a big music guy in general. I would love to do some music episode, like episodes, but like I think it's hard to talk about music specifically without playing some clips. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I I can't really put that out there then. (laughs) But uh, you could do it in a way where you could talk about the stuff and then go, if you want to hear these songs. You know, here's the playlist. We'll figure we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out off air um some point. But I have plenty of excuses to have you on the show, Joe. We'll talk about baseball again, I'm sure. That baseball episode is great. I'll talk talk about anything that I know anything about, and I'll even ramble about stuff I have no idea about. That's almost (laughs) that's what I did during the baseball one. (laughs) Um no, I didn't know I was distracted myself how much I had to say in it. Like, you know, um yeah. So Becca, what's your favorite Christmas song? Uh, I don't know. I'm not much of a person for favorites. I do. What's a handful you like? Need? Like you need to hear, yeah. You know, I'm like trying to like look at the list that Brian has up because I'm just like, uh, Rudolph. I'm like, no, that's a bad pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what's his face from Christmas Story? A football. <laughs> a football. Yes. I mean, I, I honestly, I love the trashy ones. I really love like um, all I want for Christmas is you yeah. and oh, what's the new Christmas one? The and, new- oh, um, it's not Christmas till somebody cries. Yes, which is great by Carly Rae Jepsen. Which is amazing. It's a- oh my god, I love Carly Rae Jepsen. I need to it's listen. To so it. good. She made a Christmas song and it's called "It's Not Christmas Till Everyone Cries," which is great and I love it. There's I, only I, one song I don't want to hear at Christmas, and it's my least, most absolutely hated song in the whole world. And it's that Paul McCartney song. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. Yeah, that th- I already made one joke about it. I hate it so much. It's, it's terrible. They're all heathens. I like it. <laughs> I hate that song. I like any uh, Christmas song, and I just love that it's so. It fits for Christmas. It's not a good. It's not like I wouldn't go down in history. And go that song was brilliant, especially for like Paul McCartney. Not brilliant, but it fits for that weird Christmas. It doesn't work any other time but it's it's a song i remember hearing and i just when i hear it i'm like oh it's christmas well mm-hmm. i'll say i'll say this about paul mccartney i 
and this is something I've always said, we can save it for a more in-depth Beatles discussion at some point, but McCartney and Lennon are better together than they ever were apart. Yeah. They yeah. hit, they hit more together. They, they, their, their, their songs after. together are almost entirely like gold. Every single one. I'm hard pressed to find songs from them. I, I think are that great on their own. So tied into baseball when they're together, they usually go three for four with like, a home run and two or three RBIs. When they're by themselves, man, <laughs> yeah. eh, they go one for four with a walk. Man, they got bad average. Occasionally, they're going to hit. Occasionally, you're going to get uh, maybe I'm amazed, and occasionally you're going to get Imagine. But other times you're going to get those Humble are those Pie are the two. And uh, I can't even think of a Lennon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just going to be garbage. Like George Harrison's a better individual songwriter on the beat is the best individual songwriter. Beat. Yeah, all you need is all things passwords stuff to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian, again, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, Brian, you've, you've gone mute somehow. <laughs> um, no, I love the Beatles. I don't associate them with Christmas, though. No, no, no. Um, speaking of last Christmas, though, did you guys watch the movie with Amelia Clark based on it? No. I no. It. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be up your guys' alley. I don't want to talk about it too much, then, if you haven't um, seen it. I didn't it. talk about the, the, other, the Hulu movie that we watched. Oh, Happiest Season. It was actually pretty good. It came out this year. What is it? So it's Happiest Season. It's starring um, Kristen Stewart as Dan Levy. Um, oh, yes. Um, is that oh, the one with Audrey, Audrey Plaza in it? Yeah, Audrey Plaza, Plaza, yeah. Audrey Plaza yeah. In it okay, I have heard about it. I didn't realize it was a Christmas movie. It's just one of those, it's a like rom-com-ish video, but it's it's uh, Kristen Stewart and her girlfriend, like longtime girlfriend. Like she's planning on proposing and like they're having a fun night and she's like, oh, I'm going to come to your parents' house for Christmas because I'm an orphan and I don't have parents. It's like, oh, cool. Uh, and then like halfway I mean, that's up, not very cool but yeah it's very cool but halfway <laughs> yeah. up the ride the girlfriend's like well i haven't told my parents i'm gay and yeah. so it's just this whole them hiding that she's gay and like the parents are terrible and like say all these dumb things it's it's pretty great and dan levy's just amazing in it it's it's a really and so is audrey plaza, audrey plaza is i mean both of them are amazing i'll watch anything with them i just haven't i don't have hulu right now so I yeah it was le- like a legitimately good movie Okay, I'll, I'll check it out. That sounds up my alley. It's also gay, so I like that. Yeah. Um, tis the season. Yes, tis the season to don your gay apparel. Yes, yeah. so it's all it's all connected. Um, la 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 la. Speaking of gay, I love. Um, I I used to hate it, but now I love it. I love um Santa Baby with uh fucking Michael Bublé. Ooh, sorry, oh, yeah. I curse. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Santa Buddy. Santa Buddy, no homo. Like, <laughs> God, I love that song. It's so hilarious to me, just him being sensual yet being like buddy. Oh god, it's so good. Oh, Such I a bad, good song. Can't tell a lie. I I do not enjoy the buble. No, it's not, yeah, I'm not particularly. It's just he, it's too much. Yes, like for me, like I like with Christmas songs. Like I know we're not talking about classics with stuff, but like. I just want classics. I don't need Buble singing the classics. Like I'm cool with just like, give me Napkin Cole, the Christmas song. Give me, look, this, this, for some reason this year, I have heard Gene Autry, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Raider, or Frosty the Snowman, every single time I've left my house <laughs> three or four times in a car ride going somewhere. You guys wonder why I don't like Christmas music. But like, I don't mind it because it's, yeah. it's great. But like, give me the bing, give me the burl, 
Yeah, no, yeah. it's the kid singing that song is A plus, like nothing's gonna pass that. I just find it hilarious. Yeah, it's it's not a good song, it's just a funny song. Yeah, wait. So I guess was it a cover who did that song originally? Because I can only picture a woman singing it in my head. Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit, yeah. Eartha, yeah. Kit. Eartha Kit, that's what I thought. Yeah, Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. well, one of the cat women. Number three. One of the better ones. Yeah. I kind of love Eartha Kit's Catwoman best, but uh, we'll save that for a Batman discussion. Joey, yeah. we got to talk about the 60s Batman at some point. I'm, I'm game. Yeah. Yeah, Meriwether obviously holds a spot for me. Of course. Very classic, but yeah. I don't know. Eartha Kit's making it her own, man. Well, they're purrs and cat puns and stuff. So good. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, Christmas. But no, for me, Christmas songs. Because I didn't mention any of the weird ones I like. And you haven't. Yeah, let's let's hit them up. Let's go back to it. Uh, like, obviously, Last Christmas. Yep. Long Last played. Christmas. That's a yeah. mandatory. Like, that's my, like, one of my, that's my favorite, like, weirdish Christmas song. Like, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole is like my favorite favorite. Uh, but there's always little things like I love the beginning of like uh, Let It Snow with Dean Martin, mm-hmm. where it just has it's the little musical interlude in the beginning. And then he just goes, oh, it's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> just that little part. Um, what else? You know, weird ones. I, I love the barking dogs doing oh, uh, Jingle Bell. <laughs> uh, uh, Mitch Miller. Doing must be Santa, that song's bizarre. Yes, it's like it's the better version of the Twelve Days of Christmas, because the Twelve Days of Christmas is just too dang long. Oh, the, I hate um, the Twelve Days of Christmas. So yeah, much. the Mackenzie yeah. brothers, so uh, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas from SCTV fame, do one, and it's the like the Twelve Days of Beer. It's great. It's like that one. three minutes long, and it's like you know. The Did they get too like, drunk during it to finish it? What's that? Don't they get too drunk to finish it? They don't finish it, and it just skips ahead to twelve, and then they go down, and it's like yeah. five yeah. golden toques and a and a beer in a tree. It's 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 perfect because the twelve days of Christmas goes on forever. It's yeah, twelve days long. It. Yeah, they actually like, made fun of it in Pee Wee's uh, Christmas special with Diane Shore on the phone, who gets the leg on the five hundredth day of Christmas. Yeah. magical because it just goes on forever and it's just too long but uh it's so repetitive yeah you know christmas at grand zero by weird owls great yeah mm, it's a good uh, one. you don't love grammar got run over by a reindeer that's okay. that yeah. song's good yeah. they made a whole cartoon about that too yeah, yeah that was a choice <laughs> yeah that one's okay i know they sue santa right yeah it's been yeah. minutes since i saw it i know it's got katie seagal as like the evil aunt Oh, Speaking of Christmas, uh, 12 Days of Christmas, there's the 12 Pains of Christmas, which is not a good song, except for the guy who's complaining about putting the lights up the entire time. Can relate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's the other Christmas story that I didn't tell. Um, so I know you were saying, Joe, that you, you put your Christmas lights up when it's dark. Yes. Uh, my family is the type of family who uh, National Lampoon's uh, kind of like that, like twelve thousand lights up on the roof type of thing, typically. Yeah. Um, and so you have to start at like seven in the morning, and you're done uh, right around midnight. All right. Um, but that's uh w- one of my favorite Christmas memories from something like that. Uh, is me having to put up the lights. Uh, and it's just me and my mom yelling at each other, and my dad yelling, like just 
all of us at the top of our lungs at each other. It's not crooked. It's crooked. It's not crooked. And it turns out that one of our neighbors thought that we were having uh, a bit of an issue and called the police. And so there's a police officer oh who drives up and he's like, hey, we got like a domestic vi- uh, violence dispute thing. And I'm, I'm up on the roof yelling with a staple gun going like, no, we're trying to put the Christmas. No, place. it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, speaking of the lights and stuff. So my mom really wants them. So I ended up doing it because if I don't, she's going to get up on the roof and do it. And she, one of these yep. days she's going to fall off and that's just going to be the end of it. Because yep. she's already fallen off the ladder trying to do it. Oh my God. Drives me crazy. So I end up usually doing the lights. Uh, Love lights. Lights, all, they're the best. Mm-hmm. No, agree. We, we always did since my, we're talking about birthdays, you know, again, since this, this will be out on uh, a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, oh yeah, happy birthday, Becca. We wish you happy birthday. This is coming out on the 18th, so. Um, so my dad's birthday is the 23rd. We would always go to dinner because that was the tradition. Birthdays, you go to dinner, you come home, gifts. But on our way home, we would always drive around and look at Christmas lights. Aww. Yeah, I, I used to love doing that. That's a we, thing we can still do. We can still do. Yeah. I did it. Uh, Katie and I did it uh, last weekend, and we'll probably do it again this weekend. It's great, like, because you can go – there's a house around the corner from where my parents live that went all out. It's one of those ones you pull up mm-hmm. you got the radio station. They've got like screens on their front porch. So you get like the visuals and like the lights on like this tree in the front yard, get faces. Like I drove by one day and it was Kermit singing a song and like, so That's I'll go anywhere. like I'll drive around and look at lights. There's a, there's a place in Absecon that I won't go to this year because you have to get out of your car and like, it's crazy, but I want to get out of my car. Yeah, be near people. But yeah. like, I love it. It's just something about driving around, listening to Christmas music, and just like enjoying being there and seeing lights. And it's just it puts you in a good mood. I got it. Yeah, it gets yeah. you in the holiday spirit. So I'll just like you can't be upset when you're looking at a house covered in Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah, I think we're doing a drive-through Christmas show tomorrow. Oh, where not, is that? Not podcast tomorrow, but real time tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I forget where it's at. I think it's somewhere, but we're doing a drive-through one. That's real specific. I, <laughs> Fair. Somebody else set it up. When you Fair. find out where it is, let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll be at I'll be at Wake. Um, Got to put bread on the on all of our tables. Uh, um, um, I don't know, Becca. How do you feel about the Christmas season at the store in general this year? I know we usually go a little bit farther decorating than we we've done. We usually do it a little bit earlier. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know where most of our, uh, we're we're a mess like most yeah. people. We just, I don't know it's, where it's, our lights and things a, are. It's been a rough year for everybody, but I'm glad we got the tree up at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you made all these wonderful round ornaments. I think we need to make some new ones. I feel a little of them are a little outdated. Yeah, but you know, most of them are classic. I gotta I gotta get a string of Christmas lights and hang it across Harry's pinball machines. Oh, that'd be great. Cool. We gotta make sure Harry's <laughs> cool with that though. People like shake them and stuff, and like I don't want them to. Uh, you know attached yeah, yeah like uh, yeah man it, it's been it's been fun though like i yeah like times times moving too fast in general like it was literally just november yeah. so like well this year it's like the time dilation's bizarre because it's both going really fast and incredibly slow like it feels like we've been in lockdown for 20 years yeah, yeah. and it's only been a couple of months 
everybody's i don't know everybody's pretty like all the customers are pretty nice in the christmas spirit everybody yeah everyone's been real chill this year you know like you know we've been i wasn't sure what to expect this holiday season but we've been we've been busy like i've been stressed you know with how much stuff's going on at any given moment like today we just got uh, a bunch of shipment in that i didn't know was coming and i like freaked out like oh my god there's no more time to do anything but you know we are we're always fine you know anxiety just does its thing Uh, not without giving away too much of how the sausage is made but i think we established earlier that people stopped listening to this like an hour ago so we can get (laughs) it i'm telling you they're gonna listen yeah this this is gonna be that episode yeah this is gonna be well this is already our longest one by far uh we've been recording all day well, I've been recording all day. Uh, so if anyone's still listening, I, uh, next week's a special episode. Uh, we recorded right before this. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but it's going to be something interesting. Uh, and then next year's Christmas special, we can talk about that because that'll be our first Christmas special. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Okay. Anything else, Christmas ladies, you guys wanted to, to touch on? I think we can start wrapping this up. I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I think we hit most of it. I mean, we could probably we could dig through movies and music and all of this stuff all night, but yeah. Yeah. we gotta save it for year two. Exactly. Don't we gotta come back and we gotta go and through. I'm sure I'll have. Some, I'm sure we'll get some fresh faces on. Uh, yeah. You know, again, the, like the I always say, we'll, songs. <laughs> we'll circle back uh, to topics every year. We'll definitely do a Christmas Christmas special every year, um, whether or not it'll be on Christmas or not. You know, since I like to release on Fridays this year next week as of this is going to be on christmas mm-hmm. so we'll have a special episode for that but um i guess i'll you know i'll thank everyone for uh for listening i'll thank you guys for joining us i'm glad you were able to make it on for a little bit becca yeah. i know i know we wanted to, to have you on but you know we both work at the store and generally one of us is here one of us is there mm-hmm. um either that or both of us are there um yeah. that also happens yeah that happened for a couple hours today um but yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for, for joining us for, you know, just this year in general. <laughs> Doing the podcast has been a lot of fun. It's been a good excuse to see people, you know, talking about family and getting together. Like, you know, that's what I try to do every week, especially since we've been in lockdown. You know, like this is the only time I really get to hang out anymore. Um, so I, I'm, you know, happy and, and thankful that we've been able to do all of this. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad we've, you know, I'm glad I finally got you on, Brian. Finally had it. Topic I knew you liked. Uh, <laughs> uh, but on the next topic, where it's just talking about Super Metroid and how great of a game it is. <laughs> well, spoiler alert: in January, we we're planning to talk about Sega Genesis, so I was going to reach out to you for that. Oh, okay. The, there yes. we go. Yes, the, the uh, better system. Well, we'll, we'll if you want to get a, hear us get into that, uh, tune in <laughs> in January 2021. Um, We'll get into that, but uh, you know, have a safe, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Have a safe yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate the way you can. But you know, make sure you know your social distancing and wearing your masks. And you know, Santa, Santa can get from house to house, but you know, you don't have to. Um, so until next time, be safe. Mm-hmm.